Gaines, do you want to kick it off today, this week? No, nah, you're the you're the the drop guy. Yeah, sure. All right, yeah, let it let it drop. Welcome to the Fantasy Pipeline Pod. You proud of me, Gaines? I actually said the name of the pod this time. I am one of your hosts, joined with Gaines. My name is Grant Whittington. I'm the proud owner of Grant's Good Guys Got Game, and I'm staying with the word proud in front of that because tough loss this week, but the boys will be back. I promise you that. Gaines, what's going on? How you doing, Grant? And I'm pretty good, thanks. And this week, we are also joined by our very own Jake Kinzer, owner of the Tiger Kings. Yeah, thanks. Welcome. Uh, thank you. I'm happy to be on the pod. I've been a... Uh, <laughs> Jake uh, welcoming us to the pod. Thank you. <laughs> well, happy yeah, to be well, here. Welcome to my pod. Uh, I'm happy to be here, though. I've been dreaming about this since I was a little boy back in September, so... It feels like me. it has... It's probably been like 18 years since September, so I think that's that's fair. We are extremely happy to have you on the pod, especially, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I was reflecting with uh, Gaines on who we've had, and we realized we just had a bunch of losers on the pod so far. And like, your record doesn't show it, but the power rankings, you're, yeah. you have a pretty good squad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like to think that my team is a lot better than a two and five record, but, or what is it, seven hockey points? You have seven hockey points, though? You're at two and five, Kinsler? I'm at two and five. I've He's won two games. Two and it, I think it was the first two. <laughs> So, what? wait, that doesn't sound right. Fast out the gates. No, it is. I, that's that's right. He's got two yeah. dubs. Wow. Seven hockey points is a lot, though. That's a lot to be proud of. Three yeah, hockey it's, points. It's the most hockey points that anybody has in the league, I think. Well, yes. Like the most only hockey points. Lost. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best loser, basically. I have a Not, lot of quality losses. <laughs> so, just to, just to review the hockey points uh, system, Gaines, if you want to take it away. Always punting me on this one, huh, Grant? Yeah, I don't know what I, what that is. Uh, all right, so quick background: we use we use hockey points uh, derived <laughs> from from the NHL, where Chell. if if you win your your fantasy week, you get two points. Uh, but and if you lose, but you finish in the top six in scoring, you get one point. So that's a what we classify as a shootout loss. Um, mm. So Kinzer has been the victim of a shootout loss three times, if I, if my math's correct. If you have seven hockey points, correct. Kinzer Kinzer oh, has quick math. three, but the, but the other thing that you might be missing is that Kinzer also has one weeks where he wouldn't have gotten hockey points. Interesting. I think the week that you and I played, yeah, matched both up of you guys would not have gotten hockey points. Yeah, but I lost that week. Yeah, but he lost. Yeah, so I lost against you, Gaines, by, like, two points. And then I, the very next week, I lost against Grant again by, like, two points. Yeah. I only won my first two games where I would have gotten hockey points because I scored 140 and 200. So what changed? Did you make any trades that have just been the downfall of your team? Uh, did, you no. stir up, did you stir up the locker room? Yeah, no. I mean, the, the issue is probably just bad management, right? Like, I think <laughs> I lost my trade with Gaines because – I confused myself over whether Juju was my game with Gaines, whether Juju was playing 
And somehow that resulted in me still playing him and, but also playing Preston Williams over McLaurin, which just made no sense at any point. And I lost because of that. I think Preston got like seven points and McLaurin got like 17 or something. Yeah. I, and think, then, there, I uh, think there was a time where, where Terry McLaurin was kind of a question mark because of the quarterback play. And then, quickly you realized wow this dude's just crazy generation yeah talent. yeah so, like, so then i i benched start. terry mclaurin again against you where i lose by two points again for probably no good reason i mean terry mclaurin's great like he might be a top five wide receiver in the league you benched wise. mclaurin against me i'm pretty sure i did hmm. what's this week for yeah oh that is pretty gross management cancer yeah that was just a bad choice on my part so i can't i can't really complain about that um but then since, I mean, like, I, I have sp- – I'm still second in points for, and it's not even super close either. And that's not even just because of the 200-point week. Like, even, even if you take that out, like, I think I'm still top six. Uh, yeah, so, quick quick like, reminder, I'm, Kitzer is the only, the only member of, of the Pipeline 200 club. Pretty Yeah, yeah. pretty, pretty cool. elite. And I I think that that, that's like a classic, like my team has a lot more potential than they're putting on the field. Like no one's actually playing poorly, but like, like guys like David Montgomery are just constantly getting like 12 points, which is great. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's great in that, like, I, you like that sort of floor, but you know, no one's putting up like 25 points in my team. That isn't a quarterback right now. Yeah. So important and, to I mean, know, yeah, go ahead. Like, they, like guys like Terry McLaurin, like, I mean, he, like, could his situation possibly be worse? And he's still putting up points, but not, not 40 like Devontae Adams. So. Yeah, well, Devontae Adams is in a totally different category for sure. Uh, Stratosphere. Well, I mean, Terry McLaurin is not in a good quarterback situation, but he is the absolute bona fide number one guy and also probably the number two and number three guy in that offense. Yeah. So. Grant, you could just continue to diss your boy Antonio Gandy-Golden every week, every week. We, we <laughs> that, was a, that was more of a diss to Logan Thomas. A- Antonio Gandy-Golden is just not in the NFL anymore. I don't know what he's, happened. Uh, he's them. on the IR. I, I know, I know. <laughs> How do you know that? Did you? <laughs> I'm, I'm an Antonio Gandy-Golden owner. Uh yeah, it's pretty tough. In, in other leagues. things aren't things aren't looking is, great. Is Gibson good at football? We had we had Trey on on the on the pod last week, and it seemed like he favored JD McKissick. I watched I, well, was, I, I watched all of the the football team games, and Antonio Gibson looks like a scat back, and that's a direct at to Chris Johns. Yeah, you can Uh, you can defend Edwards Alaire later this. Oh, I will, I will. Uh, No, I mean, well, the thing is that I haven't really watched a whole lot of Gibson or McKissick or whatever, but I'm inclined to just automatically disagree with Shrey's takes on running backs because, I mean, (laughs) the dude is so lucky that he has Barkley and Kamara already because he clearly has no idea what makes a good running back. (laughs) Love that kind of uh, banter coming out the gate hot. (laughs) Deke really establishing himself as an RB2, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually a Zeke owner in, like, a, a different dynasty league, and it's, it's really sad. Let's not, let's not confu- confuse yeah. the, uh, the pod listeners, though, Kinser. Yeah. So we talked, about, we talked about Kinser's bad game-to-game management, but it's clear that 
you are a very impressive overall manager in the way that you've been able to, to flip a pretty downtrodden roster from last year into a total contender this year. So we don't have any trades. This is normally where we give our, our, our takes on the trades or maybe the waiver wire pickups. The waiver wire pickup, the most notable one of the week, was Will Nabbing, Boston Scott, who Great city. Yeah, seems to yeah. Seems to be a starter for the next couple weeks. Also had a pretty good Thursday night performance with the touchdown catch. Yeah, great. But instead, since we have Kinser as our guest, we wanted to have a little moment to do a quick AMA where we kind of grill slash ask questions and pick the brain of uh, Kinser. Our special guest. Not so much grill, actually. Relax, Kinser. I think, I think we're just curious. I think the <laughs> listeners are just down. curious. The listeners are curious about, about the, the Tiger Kings and their turnaround. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, right, right. I mean, co- coming in, like, obviously I knew everybody in the league beforehand. Uh, so that wasn't like weird at all by any means, but, um, <laughs> uh, like the team I took over was, I, I think I got to keep Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford for like an okay, a pretty okay no, price. You, you got them for cheap. Yeah, considering like I, I how think essentially... much quarterbacks were going for you, absolutely. So there was a time I remember you. The other person that you could have kept, there was like maybe two. It was Christian Kirk. Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk was was yeah. the other one. I think a lot of people were thinking, "Ooh, Christian Kirk," but you <laughs> had the you had the foresight to understand. You've been in, or you understand the two quarterback dynamic. I think you immediately said, "Hey, I got to keep. I got to keep the yeah. quarterback." I mean, going from a redraft to a dynasty superflex, it could not have changed quarterback values more. I mean, you both have the longevity of dynasty with quarterbacks staying around forever and ever and ever. And the superflex, that makes them automatically the most valuable position. So I actually didn't really – I think the idea was that I started off with, like, a really bad position. And, I mean, right 16 was awful for – it was. But starting off with Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford pretty cheaply was not actually that bad. Uh, I think I still went into the draft and the season sort of with like a tank mindset. Um, Cause I saw like at Gaines, I think you got to keep like Tyree kill and, and Connor really cheap. And I was like, there's no way I can compete with that. Um, so like the strategy really was to try to get a bunch of number one, young quarterbacks or quarterbacks that would at least last a while and then get a bunch of young wide receivers and completely like punt on running back. And I actually ended up punting on running back even harder than I intended. I think I had David Montgomery and Darius guys who at the time were like, those were actually pretty good picks. David (laughs) Montgomery is like career RB two and guys is well, I mean, an awful person, although he might be good at football, but he is no longer on my team. We'll never know. We'll never know. Yeah, We'll never know. Um, but uh, I did come away stacked at wide receiver. I don't even remember exactly, but I think at one point I had DK, AJ Brown, uh, Juju. Juju, McLaurin, Brandon Cooks, and Keel Harry. Preston. Well, you got you got McLaurin in the Stafford trade that we yeah, talked yeah, no, about last week. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying at, at some point I was like stacked at wide receiver. And I shipped uh, Stafford for what ended up being the 105, which ended up being Clyde Ooh. Edwards-Hilaire. And Terry McLaurin as well as um, yeah, and then so the in the off season, I just prioritized try like I sort of thought it would take me a little bit longer, but I was looking at my roster. I was like, I could actually compete now if I 
had, had a like running one back. more <laughs> like running one or two more running backs. Um, so my two key trades preseason, like off season, were um, uh, Daniel Jones and Henry Ruggs for Jerry Judy and Aaron Jones. Which I think the jury's still out on that entirely. I mean, I think that worked out for me this year, but Daniel Jones could be really good and Aaron Jones could be completely irrelevant in two years. I don't think yeah. that is likely, but da- that could be the case. Daniel Jones uh, shows some athleticism. He's the he's better than all of Trey's running backs. <laughs> if I'm yeah, all of ran, Trey's ran, guys running backs. Ran faster or as fast as Lamar Jackson, <laughs> which is hysterical. Yes. Is that true? Is that that's that was a facts? next gen stat cast, yeah. Wow. Also Daniel fell Jones is good. way harder. Also fell way harder. Got sniped for sure. Yeah. Daniel Jones is good though. I think he's actually good at football. I don't think so. I, I don't think, think he could be. I don't think he's bad. But I think he could be. I don't I, think I, he's good I'll give, now. I'll give myself a W on that one just because I really like Aaron Jones. And uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised at how well Aaron Jones has still been playing with AJ Dillon drafted with Jamal Williams back there. I definitely and. Under, with the contract situation, Aaron Jones was at preseason a running back that I wanted to avoid. So props to you for identifying him as a, a candidate. Yeah, to, to I was, I was actually trying to buy into him because I, I, like the contract situation is obviously not ideal, but I had A.J. Dillon. So the way I saw it is either Aaron Jones stays and A.J. Dillon's irrelevant or he leaves and I have the next guy anyway. Um, and also I love Aaron Jones. He's really, he's one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, he's just really great. Besides all the other and, ones, right? Yeah. Besides like, he's like the best running back in the league but, aside from 10 other running backs. Besides 10 awesome. other running backs. But I, I, I think it worked out well. The other trade though was with Jake Gaines. It was essentially when it came down to it, DK Metcalf for Cam Akers and Darrell Henderson and that's just one you kind of wish you had back. Um, <laughs> there's no two ways around it. Uh, like, I think it made total sense for me at the time, especially with all the wide receivers that I had and do have now. Um, but, I, I mean, Cam Akers is not showing very many signs of life. Darrell Henderson might well, be good, but he's not going to be like I, DK Metcalf. I will say – yeah, no, I absolutely, I absolutely won that trade in my opinion. So I'm very happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's what happened. It's, that's just how it goes. However, I will say the way things are going is probably about as good as you could have asked for in the fact that Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers aren't taking value from each other this year. Akers is not playing any snaps. Henderson, he's, he's getting some snaps taken in by Malcolm Brown, but – just looking at Henderson, it looks like he's getting a pretty sizable workload, and he's got the juice to kind of make to make some points with those yeah, touches. Yeah, I mean he's quick. So, he, like, he he's a flex well. for you. Like, he can he, he, he can does, perform yeah. as a flex for a playoff team, in my opinion. Well, that's the thing is that like it, it's fine for my team construction. Like I got Clyde Edwards-Helaire, who is an RB one. Yeah, Aaron Jones, well. who is an RB one now, and hopefully should be for the future, but. Uh, and then I have D- David Montgomery, who is like the RB22 from now until forever and not any higher or lower. He's a serviceable bench player. Yeah. And, so and I, play. it's really all I need him to be. The, my issue is I actually do believe in Cam Akers as a player. And uh, I think at some point he's going to be good enough to make that a running back by committee and Malcolm Brown will leave. And it's going to be like a just really a headache of a thing. Um, 
the only thing I could really hope for is that one of them just ends up totally sucking and right now it doesn't look like Henderson. So hopefully Akers is just awful. Um, but yeah, you, you wish you had that trade back. Was the trade like, was the trade for RBs. pick was the trade for pick one oh six or was the trade for Cam Akers? It was one oh seven. Yeah, it was for one oh seven. Yeah, with but an you, agreement. So you took C D at one oh six, Gaines? I took DeAndre Swift at one oh six. Ah, okay. Um there was a lot so, of back and this this trade took a very a, a large amount of back and forth to yeah, come to fruition. It, it was for one oh seven, but like that was not going to be a different player than Cam Akers. Yeah, 100%. it was pretty much decided. And then an, another in season trade that you made was Steph Diggs yeah. and Kenny Dow. So AJ Brown, who uh Will knows well is my child. Uh I love AJ Brown so much. Um and Jerry <laughs> Judy, who I don't really actually care for that much at all for Stefan Diggs and Kenny Galladay. And I think at the time and now I think that's Oh, Nikhil Harry. You're forgetting about Nikhil oh, Harry. Yeah, and Nikhil Harry, who <laughs> I, I think that was an intentional omission. <laughs> so actually I RJ asked me to swap Nikhil Harry in for a second last minute and I texted Gaines. I was like, hey, is Harry good? And Gaines was like, fuck no. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> so I said, yes. And yeah, he's terrible. I don't know. Like he's awful at football. He's just not good. Um, and that sucks, but that's just, he's not bad is. at football. He's bad for the NFL. No. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Like I'm sure if we all got together and played in the backyard, yeah, yeah, no, I just didn't, I didn't but... want to disrespect Nikhil Harry. I know Nikhil Harry can, I know he, he'd beat me in a, he is in a backyard not football in a NFL fight. wide receiver, <laughs> except that he plays in the NFL at the wide receiver position. But, uh, but no, so essentially it was then AJ Brown and Jerry Judy and Nikhil Harry for Galladay and Diggs. And I think I basically traded like a, you know, the wide receiver seven in dynasty, AJ Brown for like two back end wide receiver ones, Galladay and Diggs. Um and I think, you know, at the time I thought I was closer to competing than I actually am now. I'm not positive I would do that trade again, but I think the value is fine. I, I love Stefan Diggs with Josh Allen. I mean, oh, he's me just too. great. Me too. So fun to watch. He's, he seems to get every target. It's insane. Yeah. I think even in the games he does poorly, he's still getting thrown to constantly. Uh, like, the, I think the week before he, like, uh got like you know pass interference on like the one yard line or something that would have been like a 50 yard touchdown or something whatever uh so you can't can't be mad about having two 26 year olds who are already good um but that was a great move for rj too i mean rj has done an excellent job at like the rebuild model like Okay, got, man, that's my – because, wow, Kinsir, you can talk, man. <laughs> you, you got a lot of words in you. That was my yes. – so part of the AMA, we literally haven't gotten a single question in because I introduced the AMA, and, and I think Gaines was supposed to ask a question, but Kinsir just started talking. Well, so I'll throw your answer in my question. The first official the question, yeah, the yeah. first official question, which you were literally about to transition into is – we have how many tankers? How many open tankers? We can. We got. We got three. We got three open tankers right now. Three. I think Trey might consider it in the future. I yeah. think Shraff is kind of maybe. No, Shraff's extremely the, open tanker. Yeah, he but should I, be reconsidering I, is what you mean. <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got as many uh, hockey points as our boy Kinsler over here. So yeah, he does. <laughs> I think we're tied. And any got, any given more. Sunday There's too, if more. if Shraff can play himself into the playoffs, anything can happen. Um, but so, that, as we know, we have Reverend Walton, I root for injuries, homoerotic acid trip, and then Scotty, I can't believe he hasn't changed that name. He promised us. Scotty Killa of Hopes and Dreams, probably all tankers. 
So you're about to touch on RJ's, who's been the most notable and longest lived. Yeah, he's been tanker. he's been in tank he's been in tank mode since the last since the off season when every single major rookie got drafted to replace his players. Yeah. I think yeah. literally every single player. Oh, it was hysterical. Drafted. I was, we watched was the, the draft, draft together yeah. and I was like was in the crazy. kitchen, in the kitchen cooking something. And I look over and RJ's just like, like fuck. And then yeah, like, CH, fi- yeah, literally 15, replaced. literally 15 minutes later, I'm like putting my leftovers back in the fridge. And he's like, no, <laughs> it's like Zach Moss drafted. It's like, it was so crazy. Oh man. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess RJ is probably looking to your blueprint, Kinser, to be competitive, trading for a young quarterback in Daniel Jones, swapping. I mean, you just said yourself. And taking that, Justin Herbert. Taking yeah, Justin, I mean, Justin Herbert, Herbert took, traded, traded for Jordan Love also. Um, yeah. So he's, he's trying to stash some quarterbacks for the future. What do you think of his rebuild so far? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going great. I've been talking to him about it a lot. I, I'll, I'll keep this short and sweet. Like, basically, what you want to do or what the, the classic advice is, like, get your QBs and make sure they're, gonna, they're young. Get your wide receivers. And then draft the running backs. Like, trading for running backs is pretty painful. And I think you can because, see – Because, like you said, running backs have such a short shelf life. Like, their yeah. prime ends in – They're like, also yeah, expensive as hell. They're also yeah. expensive as hell. Like everybody, no one does. No one has running backs. Everybody, if you're trying to compete, you can't sell a running back. Yeah, like I got Aaron Jones at like a decent price, and he's maybe around for a couple more years. And then I and then I went over those trades because I was saying like those were my two efforts at trading for running back. And like honestly, they both went pretty like okay at best, really. So the Um, the most the most impressive parts of your trades, just to pivot back to that, Kinser, I think, is that you still have your first round pick. Into. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very rem- impressive. I, I, I couldn't buy a pick. I couldn't and a believe second round it. pick. He's got both. He's got all of his draft picks, right? I just no, like my, my you must have. I mean, somewhere. your bench clearly you had a ton of ton of depth. Just like Gaines didn't necessarily. Well, I guess you did shop your first round pick, but for good reason. Getting monster Derrick Henry, but um, big boy. Yeah, you just did a really good job of of offloading your depth for talent and keeping your stashing your. Draft picks. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I'm in a good place too. I mean, getting the, he's keeping those first one or two round picks, and that's like the fifth pick overall now, right now, which is sad, but you know, could be a really good player. And then all my guys, except basically Aaron Jones, are super young, and even Aaron Jones, I think, is only 25 or 26. So I will say, can't say that your team. Just looking forward, you've had buys, so all of your good mm-hmm. players have already had their buys. If I recall, Russell Wilson has had his buy. Kenny Galladay has had his buy. Aaron Joseph has, has had his buy. So I think you're, I think you're looking kind of solid. Cause yeah, the one, the one week that I don't have uh, very well looking for it is uh, spec week eight. I have both Burrow and Baker on buy. Um, Baker. That, is it, wait, hold on. Is that significant? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't have a second QB, I guess is the point. Um, I got you. But the rest Wait, who, of it, you don't have I, a second QB? Who are your QBs right now? No, so I'm saying like I have Russell Burrow Wilson and Baker. playing uh, and Joe Burrow, Burrow and, and Baker, uh, Baker Mayfield are both on bye. So that could be rough. But other than that, I mean, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be on bye. And then I think I'm basically good. Uh, you know, having one wide receiver out isn't going to be a super big deal on my team where I can start four or five. So, yeah. So brighter days ahead, maybe. Brighter days ahead. I've got one plug for Kinsey here, Grant, and you yeah. can echo this because I'm sure you 
you will echo it. But mm-hmm. shout out to Kinsler for being an awesome manager. We came into the when we transitioned to 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 Dynasty. We uh, David Reitzik, our previous owner, expressed disinterest in considering the fact that he wasn't the biggest of football fans. Uh, and, you know, we were looking for someone to really come in and, you know, take ownership and, you know, be a, be a good, a good consistent owner. And uh, Kinser has definitely answered the bell. I think. Nah, I think Kinser can, should care more. Should care more about your <laughs> fantasy team. Hey, great. That's fucked up, dude. I, I don't genuinely... care if it was sarcastic or not. Uh, this is a serious, this is a serious it segment. Wasn't. That was extraordinary. This is a serious genuine. segment. I'm being very serious and very genuine. I genuinely don't think I could care more about this fan. I mean, I text Gaines and Will and various other people in this league, like not constantly, but just about on like Sundays. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. I love it. It, It's just the best uh, all around. I mean, it's the best way to experience football. And like, also you get to talk to your friends all the time. So that's cool. No doubt. No doubt. And I will say that I'm, I have the privilege privilege of talking to the two people who did have dynasty expertise going into the one dynasty. year grant one year that is enough though kinser, kinser oh, just yeah kinser just said just admitted no. that he came in with a full strategy of exactly the layout of what he needed to have 100 percent, 100 percent. no yeah. i completely agree and i mean one, if you one look year at the, yeah if you look at the the pipeline uh rankings Whatever I, I'm slurring my words now. The try. I'm all <laughs> flustered. Are you, you guys got me drinking? Hey, Grant, are you getting you getting red, Grant? I'm getting a little red, man. I'm getting a little irritable. Um, I need a snack. Medication interactions. I don't know. I know. <laughs> What's up with that? But yeah, it's it's very reflected in the uh, power rankings from the beginning of the season. Gains one, Kinsler two, right? Yeah, I think that was the case. Beginning but of yes, the season. completely. Kinsler, Kinsler one. I was not. Yeah, I, I never think, would intentionally. You guys forced my hand with all this winning. I didn't want to be the number one power ranked team, but everybody. Gaines' team is keep so losing. good. It pisses me off, which I'm sure he loves to hear, but it actually makes me angry. Like, I don't know what you, like, what we are going to do for the next two years. Okay, Kinsler, one thing that you, as a, a only second year player, my team has frequently, I've thought, have been very good, and I lose the playoffs. There was for like the five years before we like became a dynasty league. I lost and I lost in week thirteen to Ben Speck by like a couple of points. Literally every week, I played Ben Speck week thirteen every every year, and he would like we'd be fighting for a playoff spot, and he'd get it over me. Well, I'm pretty pretty looking forward to this. I I hope then that your luck holds like that because right now it looks to me like you have like four RB ones and like another four wide receiver ones like dynasty. Well, not dynasty, but I guess like this year, I mean, Tyree kill DK, CD lamb, Godwin, like you can't literally can't get better than that. Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry are, I mean, RB1s. yeah, Gaines is, Gaines is the like, uh, indisputable yeah, runaway favorite of the league. The, uh, like I don't root for injuries, but like maybe if Carson <laughs> Wentz just has like, just wants to go back to North Dakota and live his life, that would be great for us. Become a rancher. But yeah. I will say, I mean, to Gaines's point, it's like all of the, you know, number one slotting in the power rankings means absolutely nothing. If you don't have a trophy to hang on your shelf and Gaines has, 100%. I've has got not, zero trophies, right? Sean, yeah. Sean has two. Sean has two, and, and that's disgusting. Sean, we want one those trophies back. For, from one dynasty. Yeah. yeah, that's wild. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Gaines has lost two games this year. He only has to lose one in the playoffs. So, I mean, I guess that's what it comes down to. Exactly. Well, no, hockey points counts in the playoffs too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you redeem yourself. You get a rematch. <laughs> a rematch. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would have gotten a hockey point there. We were going back to <laughs> – do you think we can make the NFL play extra games? For our <laughs> yeah, we have we have serious influence. Anyway. The, the, there's 35 listeners on this pod. That's serious influence. With 30, with we Grant, we've had no we growth. Can make it happen. We've what's, had, our, what's our we've, growth level? We have we could not be more stagnant right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I I do think that Kinser will elevate this. Yeah, Kinser is gonna uh, publish his uh, <laughs> his guest appearance t- to his uh, Reddit thread, huh? Yeah, for sure, dude. I'm going to put it out to all my fans. <laughs> They've been waiting for the, the guest appearance on the pod. Of course. Gaines, any other AMA cues or any one AMA Yeah, cue? I've got one very specific question that probably could be dived into in the matchups, but I'm just going to do it now. You, you currently don't have a tight end that you can rely <laughs> on, so I'm very curious why you dropped Irv Smith. Oh, yeah. So Will texted me about this. I think he was gloating a little bit, uh, and I was very <laughs> gracious. Um, I don't have a good reason. Uh, it actually, I think I did it accidentally. Like, I think I put in, like, the waiver claim for who I wanted, who was, by the way, Jeff Smith on the New York Jets. Yeah, I was going to say you thought uh, Jeff Smith. <laughs> no, no, no. I, and I put it I, – I was trying to claim him, and – I don't know what happened, but I think I thought I was dropping Ian Thomas, even though Ian Thomas <laughs> was not on my roster. Mm. Uh, but I would, drop like, yeah. I would drop Ian Thomas too. Yeah, so that, it's I fair, saw, it's I, fair. In my head, no, that was like, pretty I good managing, man. Pretty good managing. Yeah, if you thought in you were my dropping head, Ian I had this thought. I was like, "Fuck Ian Thomas. He's had three, four years. He's not going to become anything. I'm going to drop him and just, you know, maybe, maybe Jeff Smith will be something on the Jets." Then I'm checking the activity like three days later. I'm like how the hell did Will pick up Irv Smith? And apparently I didn't have the end Thomas at all. And uh, I dropped Irv Smith. You which... might, you might regret that one in a bit, considering the fact that you you're, you're a competing team with no tight end and Irv Smith yeah. has looked like he's been on the up and up. Yeah. In my vague defense, Irv Smith had also done nothing at that point Yep. in his second year as a second round pick. So that was probably a bad call anyway. Uh, realistically though, I mean, Kyle Rudolph is still there and like he's for now. I don't really for now. Yeah, I don't really see Irv Smith becoming a TE one. And if you're not a TE one, you're useless. So <laughs> it probably wasn't a good drop on my part. But uh, yeah, I don't. You view. I think we can all relate to the uh, like putting in a waiver claim early in the morning before you're actually yeah. awake and that you go back to sleep and you don't even like. I put in. A, I think I put in seven waiver claims this morning. Uh, yeah. I have no idea who they are. I don't even know who I put in claims for because oh, you, do that gonna, the, you do that the morning, like the second you wake up, literally you, the, you the second I wake up, like if I wake up at five o'clock in the morning, accidentally, or like the first thing I do is I like, you got a little team. I kind of see what's going on. I set the lineup for the week, see what I'm looking at, see who's on waivers. I put in my claims literally at 5 a.m. I go back to sleep for like an hour and I don't even remember who I put in claims for. And yeah, I, gotta go I, I think, I think I did like, some kind of it was like early October. I did like some kind of Taco Tuesday. Got kind of drunk and then was busy at work. And I literally don't think I realized what I was doing at all. Uh, speaking Irv of which, Smith if anybody it. wants to sell me a t- tight end, hit me up. Uh, and I have an idea of who should. 
So Austin we'll, Hooper. We'll get to that later. What's what's your status on trading with me, Kinsler? Is there any any hope? With you? Yeah. I've got some tight ends. I don't know. I think I'm embargoing you. I don't want to make your team any better at all, even if it means my team's worse. <laughs> you can make my team worse this year. You know, but you know who's who should trade a tight end is Ben Sveck. He has three <laughs> tight end ones. I've hit him up a bit. He, ben Sveck is the most hard-headed trader in the entire league. It's impossible to trade. hundred percent. There, like, there he, is no harder trader. Yeah, he's like, no, I need mean, <laughs> like, He's not like these you have Hayden Hurst. Who is it? Hayden Hurst, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews should be enough for anybody to begin with. Like that should be all you really need. Also pretty shitty, pretty like if you're not going to get anything out of Hayden Hurst, like uh, <laughs> spec, just a throwback to the, to 2020 fantasy dynasty draft or uh, Ben spec took Hayden Hurst at like pick 16 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was a second of, round pick. Kind of early, kind of like there were like, mid second Higg- rounder. T Higgins on the board. T Higgins on the board. You know, what no, I mean? T like, Higgins wasn't on the board. I don't think. Yeah, he was on the board. Oh, oh was sure he? Dra- he was. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying, like, you got at least if you're not going to use him, if he's not going to use him, if he's got Mark Andrews and he's got T.J. Hawkinson, get something out of it. Like, uh, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, he won't. He won't I mean, listen to this. So even, Hayden Hurst isn't even a backup. He's a backup to a backup that you spend a second round pick on, and he's good enough to actually start for on some people's teams. And me would be one of them. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, go knocking on his door. Just I, oh, I have. don't expect much. No, no interest at all. Uh, Is anyone actually happy with their tight end situation in this league, though? Outside of like Shrey Kelsey Kittle. I'm pretty happy. Sean. Yeah, Gaines and Speck. Like Waller. Those, those four people. Yeah. I mean, Jason Jason now has Evan Ingram and uh, Nick Noah Fant, so he should be pretty satisfied. Evan Ingram, who drops wide open game-winning passes, huh? God, that guy yeah. stinks. I'm pretty sure Evan Ingram is like the tight end 19 on this season, though. So. Wow. Kinsler, you are probably the most well-researched guy we've ever had. Tight end nineteen. No, Are you looking no, at him? Will? Will's got way too much time on his hands. He's definitely more well researched than me. Hey, Milana. Yeah, Milana just left. <laughs> Came and went like the summertime. I say we. I say we jump into the matchups. Yeah, let's jump. Let's jump into the matchups. <laughs> that was a beautiful AMA. A nice little transition or a nice little. Uh, I mean, we're gonna keep up. talking about Kinsler's team since the first one on the docket today is we're switching it up a bit to give more airtime since we realized we were shortchanging the last few matchups which we typically save for the best ones of the week so we rearranged the schedule shout out jake Gaines for the the brains there and the first one that we want to talk about is really the prime time matchup of the week which is uh a whole bunch of yucky yuck versus tiger kings yeah a whole bunch of yucky yuck uh showed up today a whole bunch Mm. of yucky yuck sometimes doesn't show up that's why they're called that but uh they showed up this week, much to Kinsler's chagrin. Oh come uh, on! We how many times have we said much to the chagrin? <laughs> I, I personally <laughs> that I, is I hysterical. I'm so I glad you have said never that. said that. I personally have never said that. I, I think mean, you, you nailed it every time. You first of all, you nailed it. I think I said it the first two episodes. Trey definitely said it last week. <laughs> I've literally I think never I said I in my life. <laughs> I've never said that in my entire life. That was really the first time those words have ever come out of my mouth. Well, let me apologize for 
making fun of you for saying such a badass, okay. sexy phrase. Thanks. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and the first thing that jumps out. Okay. So the, I will say the first thing that jumps out at me is the fact that Kinsler's tight end slot is empty, but I don't want to give him the benefit of speaking about it because he lost. So I'm going to start with Sean's yeah. team. Uh, Sean's team. Todd Gurley tried to not get a touchdown, got a touchdown. Sean is probably happy about that. Wait, Kinsler, you literally didn't start a tight end? Yo, so was, were, uh, you just, were you boycotting? Well, we just, yeah. <laughs> I'm against tight ends now. I think we should remove them and just add a flex spot. That's my new position. Bet you wish you had Irv Smith. I bet he would have been a, just as good of a play there. On his uh, yeah. <laughs> he scored exactly as many points as Tyler Higby did. So, yeah. No, so, I mean, real quick, what happened with that is he was listed as questionable, didn't practice Friday saw the report, said he's supposed to play, and I was like, am I going to play fucking Tyler Croft over him just in case? No. So I dropped Tyler Croft after picking him up, and then Monday he's inactive. So I actually go and ask Dobkin if I could trade for Everett, and Dobkin's like, no, and laughs at me. He just so, he said no? He, yeah, he's just <laughs> like, haha, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's hysterical. So uh, I think he actually did say you could, I could send a second. I was like, nah, I'd rather lose. So, um, yeah, that's what happened there. Not yeah. happened. Thank yeah. you. And then Tyler Croft scored like eight points. So well, he was the only, he was the only healthy tight end in the, oh my God. Did you Sorry, hear that Jay. voice? Right. We just yeah, moving yeah, on. We heard it. We heard it. We'll move on. <laughs> all right. There will be no edits. This is a, a true podcast. You know, Very we're, true. we're all imperfect humans. Uh, Tyler Croft was the only healthy one. That's a pretty cool story too. In the Bill's tight end room because he was, uh, mm-hmm. in labor. <laughs> he was giving birth. Yep. Yeah, men can do that now. It's crazy. So know where it comes out. But. Yeah, I did. I saw pictures. It wasn't great. <laughs> uh, never unsee that. But yeah, just back to Sean's team. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, so just shout, shout out to, to the league here. We're going to try to be as fast as possible with with still covering everything that we need to cover. Move forward for your for your for your time because we respect your time as you know like the, we do we t- truly respect your time so we don't want to take too much time out of your day uh, i think we so, should first start off with a deep dive into bryson hopkins <laughs> <laughs> sean's got quite the taxi squad tight end on his hands here i think we could get we could probably do a, a, i think we could do like a, 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 10, a 10 15 minute deep dive into bryson hopkins where he came from what his uh actually like scores were <laughs> He's uh okay. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but Bryson Hopkins is a is the son of, of Dustin of, Hopkins, the kicker for the, for the Washington Football Team. No, if you ever played NFL Street Volume Two, there's a offensive lineman there named Hopkins, and I think he's the I think he's the son of that lineman. I don't know. What, I don't know. <laughs> Gotta got love that NFL pedigree. That is the best reference I've ever heard. That's incredible. All right. Anyways, that was clearly a joke. If we're going to do a quicker dive, we're not yeah, going to quicker dive. mention Jamal Williams uh, came in for Aaron Jones. He played fantastic. Devontae Adams. God, awesome. Devontae Adams. The fantastic. Packers really showed out for Shawnee. And also, yeah, uh, Kinsler, you mentioned this. Just what a flip with yeah, Aaron big time Jones swing. last minute. I mean, got to be at least 20 points. Aaron Jones just goes to 20 points for him. He would have played, I don't know who he had in his lineup before, but he probably would have played like Corey Clement or something like that instead. And I'm pretty sure I win this. I think so. he would have rocked Jamal He might have. I think he would have rocked Jamal Williams as well. But he would have been good for But he would have had less. He would have had less. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think that might have determined the whole matchup. I mean, you can't be mad. Like, Tom Brady is great. Todd Gurley constantly gets touchdowns. Devontae Adams is great. Um, So we talked about Tom Brady being a trade candidate last last week, considering Sean's record and his – I guess so Miles Sanders got hurt, and we kind of talked about, hey, is Sean a seller? But he won this week. He's four and three. He's in six – or he's in what's his hockey points? Can I just give a quick blast to the past also that last year at a certain point, and Sean's actually also quite difficult to trade with, I'll say. <laughs> he offered me Tom Brady for Kirk Cousins. Damn. Oh. Should have done it. Kirk Cousins got more years. Yeah, I don't know. I actually feel like I'd rather just have Kirk Cousins unless I was really It depends. To... I think you I think Grant, not a Kirk think... Cousins owner then. Grant, I think I think you I think you would make that trade. I think you would make that trade given the cam situation right now. But we can get to that in a bit. But yeah, I mean I will say a whole bunch of yucky yuck after a hundred and sixty five point performance will be moving up the power rankings. Yep. Despite Jarek McKinnon dropping negative point one. Uh but Jeff Wilson. But everybody yeah, people got hurt. So Yeah. He'll be used. But just to echo Shrey's sentiment last week about the San Francisco backfield, it's just weird. It's a weird backfield. It's a w- Ooh. weird, weird, whole bunch of weirdy weird. Um, but they're all talented. We know Mike. Sh- we're Kyle Shanahan can uh, pick his explosive players. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and AJ Green looks like serviceable again. So hey, maybe AJ Green is an everyday start for a contending team. If Sean's, Sean is on the cusp of a playoff berth right now, so uh, keep fighting, Sean. Yeah, I love it. Fighting. Love the spirit. I, I, I do like the spirit. Uh, all right, Kinsler. We've talked about your team a lot, but you know what? Of- Actually, just looking at and something. This is something that Kinsler mentioned earlier. It's like a lot of his players are just you know they're good for this many points, and just looking at your team, they all performed pretty well. There are no duds where you look at them and you're like, man, yeah. they like this guy this really week. screwed me. Yeah, no yeah. way. They all That's played – I mean, you put up 100 – I mean, I guess we should take the a The tight back. end. The tight end, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, tight end notwithstanding, I think if you go back, you see that pretty constantly. Like, my guys are pretty good for, like, double digits. And 144 like, points barely. wins you 97% of games. That's, wins you a hockey yeah. point, at least. 100% <laughs> lock for a hockey point. There will never be a week where you lose a hockey point. <laughs> yeah, hockey yeah. Point. But, they, uh, they strip a hockey point from you. But, like, my, my running backs outside of – Clyde are not really elite level and Clyde's really early in his career. So like, can't really depend on him. It's just, you know, it's good. Not great basically at this point, but hopefully bright future. The only thing really worth talking about, we already did is that Aaron Jones to Jamal Williams swing. I think that defined the whole game. Completely. Uh, Yeah. Huge. Had no idea that was even on the radar. I mean, not as an Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams fan that I, I had no idea that Jones tweaked something during the yeah so it was his calf and he probably could have played but they're really careful with soft tissue injuries which is why they held Devontae Adams out for so long he was like complaining on Twitter about it yeah uh but I noticed it pretty early on and I deliberately tried to say nothing about it because I didn't want Sean to notice and play Jamal Williams uh of course he's savvy owner savvy owner I I figured maybe there's a chance yeah and Sean doesn't appear to be as involved of an owner as others in the league but i thought I there was a chance he he would i think i think i know i know of course i'm definitely i'm i was trying to give sean credit at the end but he's he's Sorry. sneaky involved he, he plays a lot sharper than you think yeah 
also just uh, apologies to the listeners here for jumping into this matchup without giving a, a final score. Uh, Sean beat Kinser 165 to 144. So this was by far the highest scoring matchup of the week. Uh, two, two teams that performed very well and Kinser got a hockey point as a result of it. So. And there was a moment in time where it seemed like Russell Wilson, classic Russ was going to propel Kinser's team to an amazing, stunning comeback. God, Russ and Burrow. God damn. Russ and Burrow with Baker as a, uh, a bench your quarterbacks are as good as anybody's in the league. Yeah, right now, Baker's so. not bad. Everyone got down on him after he got annihilated by the Steelers, but a lot of good quarterbacks have gotten wrecked by the Steelers this year. Uh, Baker will be fine, I think. Without OBJ, too, maybe he'll be even better. He's better without OBJ, like, weirdly enough, but that's yeah, definitely true. That is true, based on the numbers. Not also, Clyde, running, rookie running back in the league, just going to pitch that out there. Love, we can discuss that later. Yeah, I love the, uh, I love the backing of your guys, Kinzer. <laughs> I, am, I am really interested to see Le'Veon Bell in this offense, though. I mean, you got a little taste of it. He, I think, played like 30% of snaps. But mm-hmm. you got to think his workload's going to increase a little bit, especially I think the third – who's the – Washington? DeAndre Washington yeah. had like so, 10% of snaps. So those, you it was 20%. Would be, you know? and, and the weird, the, the thing is like, he doesn't ever play except they pulled all the starters in the fourth quarter. So gotcha. you have to at least give 10% to bell and 10% to Clyde. There's a good, there's a, probably a good, uh, a good possibility that both of them are on the same, on the field at the same time as well. I think that, yeah. Yeah. That's gotta, a good point. That's a good point. You got to think that that's in the cards. Um, all right, I think we can probably move on to the next matchup. Yeah, which is between me and Svek, right? Uh, yeah, Grant versus Svek. So- Grant's good guys got game. <laughs> Took an L to Team Svek at a pace of 122.12 to 90.4. So shout out to Svek for winning on the Ravens bye week. Bet we'd never see it coming. His team showed up. Except they did. no offensive position. He had no super flex points at all and still so- won. So I yeah. mean, it's a, it's a respectable 122 from out of spec this week. A, re, a very respectable 122, considering the fact that half of his team was on a bye. So yeah, absolutely, they scored good, a lot of touchdowns. Showing. They just they put it in the end zone. They hit pay dirt a lot. Hawkinson. So all right, let me t- yeah. let me let me go yeah. through the worst four minutes of the NFL season for me. Right. So the Detroit Lions and Atlanta Falcons game. So Todd Gurley, a bit. Yeah. Todd Gurley gets, scores a touchdown. That actually wasn't the worst thing in the world, so I thought. But if he didn't score the touchdown, they would have knelt it or they would have, you know, bided their time until young Wei Koo would have hit the game winner and it would have ended the game. Ooh. No more points for Matt Ryan. No more points for Julio Jones and then TJ Hawkinson. Oy vey. So Calvin Ridley and Matt Ryan. So – the, the touchdown happens from Todd Gurley. I'm sorry. I don't want to sound disjointed, but I'm a little riled up right now. Touchdown <laughs> happens from Todd Gurley. They decide to go for two. They get the two-point conversion. So that's two more points to Matt Ryan, two more points to Calvin Ridley. Also not a point to Young Way Koo. So the Lions get the ball with, what, a minute left? And you just know the Falcons are the worst at securing a victory. What do you know? TJ Hawkinson scores a touchdown, not only a touchdown, but he also had like a 20-yard reception. So he gets another, what's the quick math there, like 10 points, 8.5, 9, 10 points. So that 
the end of that Detroit, and this was when the game was very much in reach. That like swung the projected winning from. I mean, I had a very big collapse in the in the four twenty five games by the name of Cam Newton, but. At the time, that was just such a deflating two minutes, and especially living in Atlanta now, and you know, not a Falcons fan, but just the city is so sad with the Falcons. They can't win a game. It's bizarre. Can't win for losing. Yeah, I mean, and I, and it, it, I'm I getting off the soapbox. It. I'm off. I think uh, I think Speck had a. It's kind of funny looking at his team and seeing that he literally couldn't have played a better roster I guess he could have played Jarvis Landry over Mike Williams in the super flex but he just didn't have anybody Piran. else to play he didn't uh, Piran's in his uh taxi so he I don't think he would have promoted him um oh I didn't realize that but yeah I mean he 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 so besides Mike Williams RIP yeah you never is never gonna be as good as uh as his talent yeah. is so, Grant, I had uh, just two quick questions for you on this. What's the panic level on Cam Newton? Can, can you ask me as well as a Pagers fan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, this is a great question for both of you. How bad is Cam Newton? He looked really, really stinking bad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, uh, like the worst quarterback I've seen play football. Wow. Just, uh, and uh, you've been watching a lot of Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> He just didn't – he didn't seem to have it. And then when he went to the sideline, he kind of looked catatonic and down and, like, disengaged, which was not what you wanted to see. When someone throws a quarterback – uh, when, when a quarterback throws an interception, you want to see them go and grab their little notepad and start yeah. getting to work and seeing what went wrong. Cam Newton went to the sideline and just, like, stared into the abyss. Like <laughs> – like a man possessed, it was wild. Do you think that he still? Ha- do you think it's a COVID thing? Do you Just think threw his soul he away. Might be sick. He could. He could still. Ha- who knows? He could still have a deadly virus. Is that a possibility? Yeah. That no, factor? that's not it. No. I don't think. That- I mean, he missed a few weeks of practice. Or a few. I mean, I, uh, quite a few practices. Like when it comes down to it, I, I've literally not watched Cam play at all this year, so I don't know. But like. There's a reason that he lasted that long in free agency, right? Like Cam Newton MVP, I think, and it was a 2015 or 20. Yeah, I think it was 2015. Like, I don't think just suddenly everyone thought he was bad when he was actually good. Like, he's probably just bad, right? The thing that I just can't get over is how well he played against the Seahawks. In the first couple of weeks, he looked so good. Like, throwing the ball, too. Not just running the ball. I know he was running the ball, but he looked fantastic throwing the ball. I mean, the Seahawks, uh, Seahawks have a pretty sticky defense. They have a – yeah, their defense stinks, but he was making the plays. So the difference is when, you, when you're watching that, that Patriots-Niners game this week, and boy, oh, boy, I hope you weren't watching that because it was a whole lot of shit. It was a whole lot of shit from Cam Newton. Um, every time he dropped back – so the Patriots offense is, you know, it's based on know your reads, get the ball out of your hands. Like we've seen Tom Brady operate this he offense holds, for he years. He holds the ball for God, so long. Cam Newton – was, you know, pussyfooting around in the pocket, holding on to the ball for, you know, four seconds every time he got it, you know, looking one way and being like, uh, nah. Like, dude, just fucking take, take three steps. Take, like, take your read and throw the fucking ball. I Is know that? The aren't getting open, but, like, you know, you got to yeah. give them a- it's not. It wasn't on the receivers today. Cam Newton made. Or no, on it Sunday. wasn't. As Cam much Newton, as I wanted to Cam blame Newton the receivers, because the receivers have been terrible all year. But Cam Newton 
just made some god awful decisions, some terrible throws, like mechanically. He, like, listen, he listen, listen. Well. To, Sorry. To yeah. answer to answer your question, I would I think I'd be a fool not to be a little worried about Cam, but I have. You got Kirk though. You got Kirk though. I have a I have a lot of faith that it was still a goodbye and that Cam will bounce back and he is still an elite level fantasy quarterback that will produce both on the ground and, and through the air. I the, upside, he, yeah. the upside he is does have that rushing. He does have the that rushing upside. Fair. And I mean, I know I trust Gaines, your opinion that it wasn't the wide receivers, but like, it's not like you get old and don't know how to read a defense anymore. You know, like it, it could have been that just no one was open at the level he was able to make those throws at. We'll have to go back to the tape. Yeah. It, it, the issue with that being like it, the receivers aren't going to improve this year at all. So that he's just in the situation he's in. So my second question, Grant, not to sit on this matchup too long, is Mike Davis. I haven't watched him play at all, but he looks pretty good. So what what's the what's the situation there with CMC? Oh, there's no situation at all. I mean, CM, yeah, I, if when CMC comes back, he's going to be the bell cow, and Mike Davis is going to return to getting. And you have CMC eight snaps a, a game. So. so it's no biggie on your on your back. Yeah, no, you're, I'm you're I'm ecstatic for Christian McCaffrey. I don't I won't, don't want to see Mike Davis in my lineup anymore. I mean, I love him. He's been very serviceable, and it's it's good. It's I'm good so call. happy it's that I call. had him. But like, good gosh, see him. I'm hurting that consistent 25 points a game. Where he's just like he's he's fed force fed the ball. It's crazy. So I, miss, I, I miss CMC badly. There was there was like news that he might even play this week, but that it's a they shame might that it's a Thursday game. Split him with. Uh, Mike Davis. Yeah, like I, when he comes back, I, I think he's not playing based on what I heard. I can't imagine they rush him back either, since it's a Thursday game. Yeah. I think if it was a Sunday game, it'd be different. They also said he's not coming they back a, until he's a hundred percent ready to come back, which I I don't know what report you're hearing or if you're trying to stir the pot, but I think CMC. No, no, the guy. they they said that they came out and said that he can he has to practice Tuesday or Wednesday in order to play, and he wanted to play this week. Uh, so, I mean, see if he practices tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm watching the situation. But uh, overall, I, Grant, I, I like Grant's team a lot more than I think the power rankings are going to give him. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen's great. CMC when he comes back. Carson, if he ever, ever is uninjured. I know. That's uh, a bummer. And Josh Allen is better than he's been scoring the past couple weeks, and he's been scoring fine. So, I like your team So, a lot. I shook up my lineup. Josh Allen will be the QB1. Cam Newton sitting at the OP position needs to earn it through practice this week to outplay or to, to beat out Kirk Cousins for the starting spot, which is mostly a joke because I would never start Kirk Cousins over, over Cam until next week when Cam puts up negative four points. Um, 98 passing yards. 98 passing yards and three picks. Yeah. Just go, sorry, just going to leave you with that. No, very bad. Very bad game. Good quarter. You're going to really start Cam over uh, – I would just start Cousins. I, uh, who are you playing next week, Grant? Playing Jason. He's projected right. like 92 points. I think he's got everyone. I think, to there. be honest, maybe Kirk is the move. Low floor. Safety. Ooh. He's not going to score floor. negative. I'll see when they're getting. Just kidding. Yeah, I think I think brighter days ahead for my team for sure, especially with Le'Veon Bell. Might get more action. Um, it's it's honestly pretty good to see Sterling Shepard put up 15 points. I was missing him that he was part of the trade that shipped away Allen Robinson. And then that spun into Keenan Allen, who has just been a stud this year. 
great connection with Herbert, which is great. Yeah, Keenan Allen perennially perennially underrated. Agreed. Totally. Great agreed. wide receiver. And I mean, Kinsler, you and I are both kind of battling a, a tough tight end situation, but <laughs> I mean, a week to week, I, don't even I have like a tight end situation. <laughs> yeah, I like my odds better than yours, but we'll see. Yeah, Logan sure. Thomas, he's getting targets. He's scored. So that's much better than I can say for Higby, who is not playing in football games. Minus that three tutty week with the 200 points spot <laughs> when you need it at least. <laughs> yeah, for real. What do we have? What do we have on the third matchup? We got, oh, Jay, we're going uh, all of the hosts today. We got Jake Gaines versus Dobkin. So we have the, wow, why am I? The Yard Goats versus I Root for Injuries. And it was a route, 143.78 to 108 on the dot. And yep. I don't think this one was ever in question at all. No, there, it absolutely was. As a matter of fact, no, it was. No, it wasn't. This one was never in question for a second. Um, there was a time when I was getting a little nervous. Um, right when James Robinson went off. Like, James Robinson went absolutely off bonkers in this game on, on uh, Sunday. Uh, and that was right before Tyreek, uh, Chris Godwin, and Ronald Jones scored three touchdowns in the span of like four minutes, um, which then I felt safe. But before that, uh, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't worried about this matchup coming into it. Dobkins an open tanker. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, your Drunk. whole team pretty much put up solid points except DK Metcalf, and he's DK Metcalf. So like, there's nothing not to like at this point. Gardner Minshew didn't look good. That's the one Gardner thing. Gardner Minshew might get about. <laughs> And I, I've already had, I've already had two of my five quarterbacks get benched this year. So why not one more? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, you have, you have Gardner Minshew who might get benched and is really at this point gains. I mean, I think he's almost certainly getting replaced unless he like seriously turns it long, long term. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like I'm excited to see Tua play. He probably shouldn't have gotten benched, but it is what it is. I agree. Uh, Sam Darnold. Uh, he had 0.8 I mean, points he, this week. Let's, yeah, let's go to, Almost doubled Cam. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's like on the Jets and also bad at football, maybe. He's got a little I Daniel Jones in him. It's like the New York really young. syndrome. And then Carson Wentz, who looked like the first three weeks, he was like the worst QB in football, like number 32. And uh, the he looks good. Looks, he's been he's good. He's he lo- good. He looks good. I have, have no – no, he's, he's good. He looks like a leader. I said it last time, and I, I think the game against – granted, it was against the Giants, but it, it you know, confirmed everything that I was thinking, at least, and saying that I do think Carson Wentz is one of – in a league where there's 32 starting quarterbacks and maybe 10 of them right now look like they are the, the franchise quarterback for the team for the foreseeable future. I think Carson Wentz is one of those. I think Carson Wentz fits yeah, in that. I don't course. think there's any question I, of that. I mean, he's the, it, the leader his supporting cast is, I mean, his supporting cast, it's been talked about a lot, but like is essentially zero. I mean, he's doing this all himself. And for the first three weeks, he well, wasn't well, doing well, anything well. at all. He's got a, an um, absolute superstar wideout. Oh yeah, Travis, uh, Travis, Travis Fulgham. 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 But uh, but he has looked a lot better the past couple weeks. I think you feel fine with that. I you do need probably a QB two, like at some point. So and... so fun, funny, funny story. I've got John's coming up this week, and we'll maybe talk about that a little bit later on. But Gardner Minshew's on a bye, so 
I think I might be rolling. I've got Sam Darnold. You put up 0.8 points. That's not inspiring. Uh, I was thinking about rocking a choosing to play a skill position player in the super flex as opposed to James Connor. Right. Well, the thing is Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin just got, um, he broke his finger and he's out next week. Fun fact, in case of, in case I just broke news to you guys. Wow. Uh, yeah, but then you played DeAndre Swift. Your team is yeah, insanely I think, stacked. I, think I'm, right? I, have to, I have to choose between DeAndre Swift and Sam Darnold next week. I think you have like five potential RB1s. <laughs> DeAndre right. Swift, second best rookie, rookie running back so far. I benched the right one though this week in Josh Jacobs. That was good. Good, good managerial skills yeah, by Jake here. No, yeah, no Jacobs does – does not look fantastic. Oh, he looks, he's fine. It's, I've said it, I've said it once, I've said it again. He, it's not like he's given, he has a lot of room to run when he's, when he gets the ball. He does everything, every, every yard that he gets is a miracle. And right, but I, isn't that part of it? Isn't that part of being worried about him? You're only as good as the, the, it could be. But I think in general, I think talent wins out most of the time. Like, I yeah, think, I mean, it's the same thing with David Montgomery. I mean, he's not a Josh Jacobs talent, but like, <laughs> he's got like. No, you're right. Did you just say them in totally, the same sentence? No, I 100% agree with Kinsler. I will yeah. back up David Montgomery because I think David Montgomery, like Josh Jacobs, runs as hard as anybody, and every time that they get, they they earn every yard that they get. Nah, and yeah, I think they both David break Montgomery tackles stuff. like crazy because I, I don't know about Josh Jacobs, but I'm pretty sure David right. Montgomery averages like negative yards before contact. Yeah, I mean, he good. gets annihilated. That they, they couldn't. The offensive line on the Bears could not be worse run blockers. Gotcha. I mean, it literally can only go up. I think we can we can probably hop to Jason's team now. Um, Let's. Uh, shout out Jason for, although I've said that he sold prematurely, the whatever the gods that be uh, really came through for a sec because he looks like a genius right now. He looks like yeah. an absolute genius right now. Yeah. In the sense that Dak is injured? Dak is injured. Austin Eckler is injured. Philip Lindsay's um, a little banged Phillip up. Philip Lindsay was banged up. Um, Andy, Andy Dalton. Now injured. Yes. Michael Thomas. Yeah, but that's the Andy Dalton being injured. It's not that was Jason. That was a perfect pickup for his tank. It was a good spend of 100. Fob. Yeah. If, if well, he can he be serviceable and if he can yeah. trade him away, yeah. He's trying to trade him. But, but no one's no one's buying Andy Dalton right now. For what? Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, that's exactly why he spent that money is to turn an asset. Yeah. yeah, I mean, J- James Robinson is also a huge story this this uh, year. I keep wanting to not like him, and he keeps being really good at he football. Looks, and he looks so good. I, I mean, I used to think, like, okay, he's undrafted. Is he just going to be the next Arian Foster? Because, like, that's basically what he has to be to avoid being Philip Lindsay instead. And, he, like, he might be. I think he's second uh, of all rookie running backs in scrimmage yards or something like that and looks really good doing it on an awful Jags team. He looks good. I got, there's nothing yeah. else to say. It's got to be encouraging for, for a rebuilding team. He's got two first-round picks. He's got mm-hmm. two second-round picks. One of them is not as good as we originally thought. No, he may have been better off uh, trading, trading for my second-round pick. He, he may be. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, talk, we've talked, I think – on the will episode, I think we talked about how we're feeling good about Dobkins rebuilding efforts and that he's in a decent spot. Uh, as long as you know, he makes his picks, but for right now, this is a clear bottom two team in the league. Yeah. Um, and and I, think, I, honestly, I mean, I mentioned, I mentioned this in the, uh, the group chat also, but Michael Thomas, 
not playing this season really at all. And he, he's a big part of Jason's rebuild in 100%. that he was trying to flip him in the beginning of the season. Maybe he's deciding to just hold him and see he what should happens abs- now. He should absolutely hold him. I mean, he's not, gonna get, he's not going to get what he should yeah. out of Michael Thomas he, at this point. He was the wide receiver one, dynasty wide receiver one heading into the year. And, and do you guys, do you guys think it's play. genuinely his body not working, or do you think he's somewhat of a locker room guy? He's a weird, he's a weird guy. He's a weird guy. I mean, apparently he's a good guy in real life, but he takes football like really seriously. Uh, The two facts you need to know about Michael Thomas is that he was the best wide receiver in football last year, broke multiple records. And I think he's signed through 2025. So he's a hell of a hell of a cornerstone for a rebuilding franchise. Yeah. I almost try, wanted to try to buy him low and Dobkin has no business selling him low. Yeah, Dobkin's too too rational for that. Yeah. Aside he's from no, that, if he wants to sell uh, James Robinson high, that might be a good idea. Just he's no fool. There. Uh, I test dictates. <laughs> I test wins. All right, let's move All to right, the the fourth fourth matchup, which is between Enemy of the Pod and Reverend Walton. Enemy of the Pod putting up a a stunning 142 and a half points versus RJ's. 108.8 respectable 108.8 yeah so pretty good week for arge especially this, given the, the rb2 situation with samanje <laughs> i'm not sure on the math here but just looking at point totals my game against dobkin and this matchup here between will and rj might have had the same exact amount of point totals Point eight six in one direction. Point eight. No, not quite. But yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's right there. It's right there. So so if you put RJ against Jason and you against Will, this would have been a hell of a hell of a week. Absolutely. Oh, RJ against Dobkin would have. You know that would have been that would have been musty action. And then you throw in Kinser in there, and he Kinser outscored (laughs) you, Jake, by gains by point four. Wow. Wow. Crazy week. Uh, Let's start with the winner, as always. Will. The enemy of the pod. The enemy of the pod. God. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get too excited here, but I think he's shooting up the power rankings. Oh, my gosh. Big Will's time. got a stunning team. And with Tua in the fold coming on next week, he's got so much to like. Nick Chubb on the IR. Okay, sl- slight, slight cold water, though. I do like Will's team a lot, and I do think he probably deserves wherever you put him in the power ranking. But, like, he got a lot of points off Chase Edmonds, who I'm telling you will be a nobody. Uh, wow, hot takes! We've yeah. had Chase Edmonds fans all over the all yeah, over the that's, that's, that's a wild take. Okay, Kinsler, what's what are you seeing? What are you seeing that you don't like? Because because uh, Kenny Drake is out. They Kenny yeah, Drake is I out. Mean, Chase Edmonds has the job until he has a chance to fully take over the job. Yeah, so Kenyon Drake's been a whole bunch yeah, of dudes. I guess awesome. I'm thinking I, I guess I was thinking too much dynasty mindset. I don't think Chase Edmonds is at all a long term thing there. So like Chase Edmonds might perform well for the next couple weeks until Kenyon Drake is back, maybe past that, but he's not a long term solution in Arizona. Boston Scott is obviously only as usable as Miles Sanders is injured. Uh Beasley the Cole Beasley on the uh, Buffalo Bills has been getting targets lately, but isn't a guy you want to rely on. And he, and he did this week off a lot of performance well, off those three guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But at the same time, Ayuk is going to be his guy. He looks good. Debo's yeah. out. Um, yeah. And, 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 and Rager is going to play Sharks soon. And Rager is going to come back. back. 
I mean, there's yeah, a lot DJ of things Shark to like about his team. It's just the things that to like aren't in his lineup right now. I will say, well, th- this week, correct, because Taylor yes. was out. You would see Taylor and Chubb. I think while Chubb's right. on the shelf, Edmonds, Edmonds getting this opportunity is huge for Will because he's going to make up some valuable points during the year right now, like winning weeks yeah. uh, when while Chubb is on the IR. So, sure, I don't know. It's, it's great timing to have those. Great timing. Yeah. Yeah, I think Edmonds is going to be the RB in a very good offense, and that's about as much as I will say for him. So he'll he'll be good for this year, or at least the next couple of weeks. The the one last thing that I'd say about Will's team, I don't know, Grant, if you have anything after this, but Kyle, I know we brought we teased this last week or two weeks ago. Kyler Murray might be the best dynasty asset. Period. I think it's it's there's probably an argument to be said about Kyler Murray versus Patrick Mahomes from a from a points. I mean, you look at the points per game and the upside is yeah with the rushing upside. You can and how young he is and how good he's looked. There is an argument to be made. I'm not saying it. I would still take Mahomes, but I think I, I think I would have also the best still asset. take Mahomes. But I I hear you. It's seven it rushing touchdowns to in seven weeks. Carson Wentz only, almost only, has as much. Yeah, the only difference is like the super longevity argument. Like Mahomes has a contract and he's on KC. Kyler is still on his rookie contract and he's on the Cardinals. That's well, any, really like the smaller, only thing I, can I say. guess the size. Yeah, he's to. also short. Yeah, he's short, which actually is minus five point fantasy points every Same week. With Clyde. So. DJ Moore putting together another good game though. Yeah, a couple yeah. big plays. Couple big DJ plays. Moore was fine. Uh, Grant, I'm sorry your DJ Moore takes were not very good in the first couple weeks. It's the only thing I disagreed with you on, I think. That he is no, no longer a huge part of the offense? Yeah, he is. So He's good. He's talented. <laughs> and he's yeah. really good at football. And he went yeah. to Maryland. So. And he's young. He's still, <laughs> so that's he's still the, young. The five points that Kyler lost for being short – he gains in DJ Moore. Yeah, that's so, why you don't see it show up on ESPN. Is he 23 or 24? Because he's only – he's been – this is his third year in the league, and he's still only 23 or 24, right? I think he's 23. <laughs> that's kind of insane. Yeah, yeah so there's nothing It feels like, like he's been DJ around Moore. for a while. Yeah, so, yep, I mean – 23. Great, great. He's got – we've said it before. We're slate again. Will's got some great dynasty outlook. Um, but he, uh, the, new, the new bit, he looks pretty good moving forward for the rest of the year. The Keenan oh, Allen yeah. for Cooper Cup trade, though Keenan Allen and and what you thought at the time was an early second for Cooper Cup. Little, yeah, no, I little suspect. I, I'm on the record of of being on Grant's side here. Um, yeah, I I, 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 I saw that trade go through. I thought that was a decent move because like Cup is younger, kind a little bit. No, not uh, even. I think Keenan Allen's almost the same age. I mean, yeah, we're talking months. Same. Yeah, Relatively. so if, so a little bit maybe then. I, I guess I thought Cup was younger. And I, wasn't I think Will. I think the thought was that there were there was a time, and me included, that just I was not a believer in Justin Herbert. So I was That's trying to sell out of. I was trying to sell out of that offense. I was trying to sell out of that offense. I would have thought to sell out of that offense, but yeah, Justin Herbert's looking yeah. good. Yeah, I, I think that. I mean, okay. So to be fair, I think Cup is a like eleven months younger, but. Uh, Almost a still year. months, man. Yeah, still months. He's Forty-eight but, yeah, months older. I, I I don't know. I think that's that's one like you sort of wish you had back, but that's how trades go sometimes. I don't think it was terrible. Cup is still okay. Yeah, no, completely agree. Uh, we talked about RJ's team a little bit. I do want to talk about uh, Antonio Brown sitting on the bench, 
has been on RJ's bench for now, what, 18 games, maybe more? Was it a full – was it the full season last year that he didn't play? He didn't, he didn't play a single game, did he? No, no, he played – he was on the Pats for – The Pats Yeah, he played games. one game for the Pats. One game, uh, okay. I don't, I, I don't know if anybody else has a strong opinion, but I think th- this might – now this is on record, so I might look terrible in three weeks, but RJ is insane for not selling Antonio Brown for anything he can get for him. What well, you, in, in well the, what's the value? Yeah. What's the value? What do you, what would you I, sell if I, for? If I was him, if I asked I for a fourth, if I, if I was like, yeah, I'll trade you a fourth. Would you, th- would you if take If I that? had any inkling that it would be a high fourth, I'd probably do it. Yeah. No, no a third. I, I, what about a third? About it's more exciting. I'd rather just have him. No, on I'm the saying team. I'd it's more sell exciting. for a fourth. Yeah. No, I know but, what you're I, saying. Yeah. But it's just more exciting to have him on the team and like root for his comeback than to sell it for a fourth round pick that you'll never play. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately for RJ, or fortunately for RJ, he does not have a lot of hockey points right now. He is in the clear driver's seat for that number one overall pick. Um, so, yeah, I mean, given the situation – because looking at his team, man, looking at his team, you add Antonio Brown, he could win any week. He could win any week. Yeah. Relative. <laughs> I mean, so it's not like he, it's not like he has a – a terrible team right now for this time. Beat but, me, you know, put up, put up 130 against me. So yeah, but he's, but he's sitting at two hockey points. He doesn't really have a chance. It, it appears to make the playoffs. So yeah, sell. Absolutely. No, he's absolutely. sell. but I'm not selling him for a fourth round pick. There's no way in hell because it's more exciting to see his value either unravel or boost. Than yeah. to, I mean, cause yeah. if, you, if you just drop him, what are you, you're missing out on Quintez Cephas. Or like a, yeah, yeah. Like a no name, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Queefus. <laughs> I mean, I have a couple. I have a couple Queefus jerseys. The alternative Detroit jersey is pretty dope. In general, yeah. I don't think a fourth round pick is worth anything. So yeah, I wouldn't. Sell Unless you're Sean Bassett. <laughs> Sean Bassett I, is. I wouldn't sell him for a fourth round pick, but a tw- but a third round pick, yeah, that's actually starts. Yeah, the whole no, okay. yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think I I wouldn't maybe do a fourth just because like a fourth is literally not worth anything really. But uh, I would do it for any third he could get at all. Um, but there is, yeah, you're right. There is the element of just, like, fun. You know, it can just, like, maybe yeah. just see how it plays out. RJ needs, like, some, of, RJ needs a little bit of something to root for also. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's got, he's he's got, got Herbert. A, he's got Herbert. No, he has a fun team to root for. But it's just Antonio Brown. You know, every, like, love him or hate him, everyone's interested to see Still how he pans out on the Bucks. So, yeah. Um, we, he also has A.J. Brown, who's just blossoming into a – I mean, he last year put up unbelievable – I love A.J. Brown. Yeah, rookie wideout numbers. I know, Gaines, you're, you were less high on A.J. Brown, especially discussing the, the trade with Kinser initially. Has he come around to you the last three weeks? He's put up monster numbers. Um, I, my stance kind of stays on A.J. Brown. I don't know. Yeah. He's looked good, but – and I, I've had him as a – Back end wide receiver one, up there, up high side wide receiver two. There are other people that I'd rather own than AJ Brown. I still don't know about the offense personally. Um, you have you been watching a lot of Titans games as a newly yeah I mean acquired I mean hey if, if AJ Brown get, got tackled on that slant if there was <laughs> like that's seventy yeah. yards of touchdown like it's a slant <laughs> like I know people make livings doing that but like I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, you're not wrong. Like, it, it, it did kind of all come off one play. 
And AJ Brown, if you look at his stats, like he has regressed efficiency wise from last year and he's made that up with volume, but like yeah, maybe the Titans go draft and, you know, another wide receiver in the first round next year. Like there are, there are arguments against him, but I just like watching the yeah. guy play. He's not bad. I, I don't hate AJ Brown. I think when it comes down to it, there was a big DK Metcalf versus AJ Brown kind of thing going on where they're both went to Ole Miss. They were both drafted yeah. in the second yeah. round. And I was on team DK Metcalf. That was just, that's who I thought yeah. was a better football player. And I still, but isn't the world big enough that. for both of them? There might be. No, I do like AJ Brown a little bit more than DK, but not for fantasy. I mean, DK with Russ is there literally has never been a more perfect player QB combo in the history of, of fantasy football. Yeah. Tom Brady and Gronk, baby. Is. Well, okay. Yeah. Maybe. All right. All right. Moving on. Uh, well, I, I do want to talk very briefly about oh. Devin Singletary and kind of just to take a step back from th- what we've said in the past weeks about, and this is going against everything I believe in, AKA the eye test, because I do believe, and Gaines, you'll appreciate this also, that Devin Singletary looks good, but his production's just really been weak the last yeah. few weeks. Uh, yes. I mean, just average touch per carry is 3.1, 2.3, 3.2, 3.6. That's not really going to get it done in the football league. And with Zach Moss now healthy and could be potentially poaching a few carries from Singletary, he's, he's got to perform. He's got to show and, up. And Gaines likes Moss a lot, if I recall correctly. Is that, I do is that like true, Moss Gaines? A lot. I do like yeah. Moss a lot, but I also like I liked Singletary a lot coming in the league too. So it was two. Me too. And, I mean, you, you didn't. I liked them both. Yeah. You didn't really think... know anything about Moss, right? Just his college days, you saw some tape. Is that? What, what else would you know about Moss? I don't know. I feel like I know about – I watched a lot of Utah tape. Did <laughs> yeah. you? Okay. Yeah, I watched, I watched a lot of Utah tape. I really liked I really liked Zach Moss. I thought he was a football player. He kind of reminded yeah. me – he kind of – no, he, that's what he did. He, he kind of reminded me of myself. <laughs> <laughs> he did not remind me of anything of myself. And I, I mean, while, while they're on the Bills and Josh Allen is under the age of 30, he's going to be getting all of the rushing touchdowns. So, yeah. We'll see. All right. Let's move on. Let's. The next matchup is another premium one. So we are totally ignoring one matchup, but you'll see that. Between homoerotic acid trip versus former number three in power rankings. Which is <laughs> that actually is the- Chris Johns. The first time that, yeah, artist formerly known as the Kansas City Chiefs has changed his name, and it didn't hurt him. Sometimes, you know, you don't change your name because you're riding a good streak, but in this case, it, it, it still paid off for him. John's defeated Sharaf 125.6 to 111.9. Yeah, and that's predominantly Tyler Lockett who contributed yeah. to that. that yeah. it, John's would have lost this game if Tyler Lockett put up a reasonable number of points. I'm pretty sure Tyler Lockett's game was like a top 20 all-time wide receiver fantasy game or something like that. 40, you don't see 45.5s hung up every day. Ever. Not by virgins. No. Literally never by a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, it was just – it felt very unexpected. It's not like Tyler Lockett's not a great wide receiver. But, like, Devontae Adams, we didn't even really talk about – I mean, we touched on, but like he put up 38, and you we're like, that out of him. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Like he, that happens. Elite. Tyler Lockett's put up 45.5 points is just mind-boggling. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think like you will not find somebody that likes Russell Wilson more than me, and I think that's really him. 
as much as it is Lockett. That's fair. That's fair. Like a, a, a QB of that caliber is going to make anybody be able, like have an insane ceiling like that. Yeah, fifteen catches, two hundred yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, twenty I mean, targets. My unreal day. Gracious. Unreal day. Yeah, and all of that that could have gone to ZK Metcalf went to Tyler Lockett. So yeah, thanks. that's really what it was. <laughs> um, there are two people specifically that I want to talk about on John's team. Can't um, wait. One I want to talk about. And they're his stars. I want to talk about Ezekiel Elliott because uh, if Andy Dalton's hurt, like what is – I know we talked about it with Shrey last week. I don't want to spend too much time on this. But, uh, I mean, I hear people saying he's not even on RB2. And I don't agree with that. I just don't agree with that at all. Even without Andy Dalton? Even without Andy Dalton. Like, give me that JMU Duke quarterback, Mr. DiNucci. Like, uh, it's Zeke. It's Zeke. It's Ezekiel Elliott. He'll get yeah, the well, ball. Are, are we talking the... like fantasy purely or is Zeke as a running back? No, I'm talking forward? fantasy. I'm talking, we're talking fantasy as a dynasty running back this year and the future. Like he is still a top dynasty running back. Like, I mean, he's a dynasty RB one. I would still have him top four. No problem. I mean, it's Ezekiel Elliott. The guy is like some like mutant AWOC. Like he will be good for years. Uh, but Dallas looks like a huge mess right now. And I wouldn't be totally shocked to see him be the RB 13 from here on out. Like I wouldn't even say 14, but. I will say, yeah, I, that could be within the realm of possibilities, but I don't think that like Johns does have Joe Mixon who could put up RB one numbers on any given week as well as Antonio Gibson. So I don't know. I think he's. I think. I think he's still fine. What do you think, Grant? Oh well, that wasn't an argument against Johns. That was strictly talking about Zeke. So I agree with Kinser's uh, analysis there. I, I see him as like a, a low end. I mean, if he doesn't have any quarterback help at all, Andy Dalton was at least a sliver of hope. I don't. I mean, I. I guess I don't know the next thing. Yeah. About I mean, Danucci. Basically, on a team with zero passing at all he still has like a, an RB 13 floor. Like he's technically an RB two, but I, I don't even see that. I mean, it's Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. He'll be fine. I agree. And I think 13 RB 13 floor is a great way to say it too. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I, I think we could, that's a good transition to number 13 on the Tampa Bay Bucks, Mike Evans. That's uh, who I really wanted to talk about too. Because so With Antonio Brown coming, Mike Evans doesn't look like he's on the same page as Tom Brady. No, no. he's kind he's, it, and now Tyler Johnson, my guy, is is eating up the the goal line touchdowns. The one, the one target, one catch. lines. The only reason he was startable before also is he just was grabbing touchdowns left and right. Uh, it was like a sort of worse or better version of Juju Smith-Schuster, essentially. So, Kinser, where is Mike Evans on your dynasty wide receiver rankings? Um, I actually could tell you. Uh, I have him. I think I dropped him pretty low. Uh, like, oh man, I put him twenty-four. Oh my god, twenty-four! All right, we'll, I, we'll do a he's little. Just like he's not on the same page. Like he hasn't like particularly looked good to me. Um, there's like other wide receivers there I like. I mean, Godwin is obviously really good. Although he's just been injured. I like Tyler Johnson too. I don't know. I I would be very worried about Mike Evans. Okay, so I like this. I like this game. We'll do a little, little would you rather. So I, I guess 
Mike Evans or Tyler Lockett? Looking at Johns' team, who would you rather have moving forward? I mean, Tyler Lockett. He even in dynasty, knowing (laughs) like like, we're talking dynasty, we're talking dynasty here. Dynasty. I mean, how old is Mike Evans again? I don't think Mike Evans is like super young. Twenty-eight, twenty-seven, twenty-eight. He's yeah, he's twenty-seven. He's twenty-seven with his summer birthday. Yeah, so I Uh, I don't know. Twenty-eight, just turned twenty-eight. The same age. Like I, I, I I think he's. I don't know. I, I think I would maybe rather have Tyler Lockett. Okay. Um, let's, see, let's, do, let's do two more. Grant, do you have one? Especially because you don't know what's happening with Brady. Right? Well, I agree. I mean, I agree completely. I'm, I'm, I don't Mike like Evans Mike is, Evans. Oh, my God. I just kind of think it's unreal to call him 24. Yeah, 24 might have been a bit of a hot take. But. <laughs> well, you, call, you called him 16 last week, Gaines, and I think that was extremely – yeah, Gener- generous. Well, I, th- I think that's that's eight spots, Grant. That's a that's the large difference between sixteen and twenty four. No, but I think that's- I, what I'm saying is I think you ranking him as the sixteenth best fantasy wide receiver is way too high. Huh. I think I'm I'm closer to Kinser. I don't know if I don't have a list. I, I don't have the all the top wide receivers in front. Yeah, of I I pretty much have like Jerry Judy, Robert Woods, Cortland Sutton. Amari Cooper, A. Rob over him, and I don't think that that is that ridiculous. Huh. All right, well, we'll see what happens, but yeah, I don't know. John's, I think, I think this is Mike Evans is kind of a big part of John's uh, team here. So if his championship hopes kind of ride on a big Mike Evans week in weeks in the playoffs, this is a huge, huge week going against you, and I know we'll touch touch on the matchups a little bit later, but just looking at Johns' roster, because I was curious to see what Mike Evans was projected next week. He's projected nine points. Um, Johns currently has Adam Humphrey sitting in his flex spot, and Jermichael Hasty, who's projected 12 points. I mean, who the hell knows with the San Fran backfield, but, and I know Jermichael Hasty's a uh, taxi squad player, but I think moves are coming. So, See? Yeah. Um, especially, especially playing against you this week. This is a huge matchup. I can't wait for this matchup. I'll watch it closer than mine. I don't know, Grant. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Jake. Let's uh, let's move on to Traff's team. Who's not as bad as you think it is? <laughs> I mean, he's an open tanker, but he still has Aaron Rodgers and he still has Deshaun Watson. So, you know threat to put up points every given every any given week and Leonard Fournette got a lot of run this week he's kind of showing that he could be you know a reliable running vultured, he could be he could be a reliable quarterback touchdown sneak yeah. are you worried Brown. about are you worried about Leonard Fournette getting more carries as a Ronald Jones owner I am yeah uh I still think Ronald I, to be honest I like them both <laughs> from a talent perspective so, it, but Ronald Jones, every time he touches the ball, he just eye test. So it kind of, it sucks to see. It sucks to yeah. see. Yeah. Ronald Jones is good at football. Not to go back to your team, but I, I have, I've come around on him. I think he's, I think he's pretty good. He, he looks uh, good. Shreff should be trying to trade A-Rob and Robert Woods, right? And he is. I don't I think, think he's he- actively, actively shopping them, but he, he wants to move on. I think I, I think I've heard that he's actively shopping Woods. I have not heard him try to trade Allen Robinson. Yeah, we've talked very briefly about it 
I just can't give anything for him. So yeah. Also, <laughs> but it may Drew have also Brees, been just a very casual thing. I, I know you guys have talked about how he needs to trade Drew Brees for like five weeks straight now, but he needs to completely extort Jake Grains. Like Jake he needs to get a lot Jake from Grains. Him. Dude, I, that's what they, that's what they <laughs> call him, baby. Corny Grains, baby. We got corn. Corny we got grains. wheat. <laughs> no, but he, he needs to, he needs to absolutely extort Gaines for Brees. Yeah, I won't let that happen. Don't worry. <laughs> what what would you trade for him? Would you well, trade Sam Darnold? Ryan in a Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I would not trade Sam Darnold in a second. He's already he's already asked me. I because here's the thing. Even oh, if yeah. I, oh, I even I if I, even if I get, out, friends. Even if I get Drew Brees, my quarterback situation is fucked next year as well. Yeah, what are you gonna do? I don't know. I have literally no idea what I'm going to do about my quarterback situation, but I know Drew Brees isn't solving it in the future. I still have to figure it out. So I don't know if I'm willing to sell the house for a guy that's going to give me – because, once again, I don't know if Drew Brees is even – how much Drew Brees could help me win, like, this year. I still think that I have players that could produce that. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. I'm not trying to sell the future. Uh, I had one note on uh, T. Higgins. Read it. Awesome. I don't remember where I saw it, um, but he is apparently really good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome note. Sixteen point three points. It's good. Is he on his what taxi is or is he is he an active roster guy? He's on his taxi. Oh, so this was a Justin Jefferson and kids. I don't know if you you saw this as well, but uh, a quick quick little blurb here. No source. I'm not going to reveal my sources. Amongst twenty-one year old rookie wide receivers through their first six games in their career. Uh, Justin Jefferson ranks number one overall and T Higgins ranks number 11 overall. Um, I don't even know. Uh, to be honest, I'm reading this note and I don't even see where, where it t- says what <laughs> did. Did a doctor write it? Like, you can't <laughs> I don't, read the handwriting? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even see what it says. Every single other wide receiver in the top 12 um, had multiple seasons with over 215 fantasy points. In their career, yeah. So, okay. I mean, I think I think yeah. not at all sourcing this. That we're talking about guys like AJ Green, Julio, Randy Moss at that point, right? Uh, that's who I would, and probably Terry McLaurin. <laughs> and Terry, yeah. McLaurin. I mean, also he, Shraff is kind of buying into your rebuild. Uh, he's got the quarterback. Mindset. He's got the wide receivers, baby. He just yeah. uses those RVs. Seriously. And you know he's yeah, drafting he, an RB. I mean, more than any other team, he's drafting an RB next year, and like the top five or six, like a hundred percent. Yeah, and Absolutely. he's probably sitting at what? What is he? The third worst team in the league right now, since he I, accidentally I, I, I beat think he finishes Jason. He's, he's yeah, he's in third, third to last right now. So okay. he's in in position. So if we're projecting, we think number one off the board is going to be Trevor Lawrence, no matter who takes him. RJ Trevor May, RJ May trade. Yeah. And it's then gonna, the second, the second is, pick will be Justin Fields. It could be, de- it could be dependent on, I, on I, who's I would, picking, but I think Justin Fields is the consensus number two right now. Yeah. Justin I'd Fields, argue you Jason, pick yeah. Justin Fields there if he's taken. I mean, he's probably going to get taken top five or ten, and you should probably just take him. Um, yeah. and I think he looks good. Would. So Justin yeah. Fields this weekend had one incomplete pass in his debut. I know that one was incomplete pass <laughs> in his debut. Ran for like sixty yards and a touchdown, and was just absolutely. Bonkers, incredible! So. Against a big, uh, against a Big Ten team, yeah. it's not like he was playing exactly. some 
non-conference Also, like, it, it's not game. like Dobkin's, like, QB is totally figured out. I mean, if he comes away with Dak and Fields and then he has Carr as QB3, I mean, that's great. Oh, like, I would be very plus, happy with Plus, that. he's got another first-round pick. He's got Michael Thomas, who we forget about because he hasn't played, and he's got Eckler coming yeah. back. Got James oh, Robinson. man, Jason's His in a great team spot, actually. could be really good as long as Fields isn't picks. a total bust. Denzel Mims uh, was his second-round pick this year. He could develop. So, yeah, he's got, he's got as, some play. Oh, yeah, Mims, not a bust. But but to to your point, Grant, like we're checking those guys the top two, and then probably Shroud picks. I have not. I don't know any idea who he likes, but he will probably pick Najee Harris. I think that's how it's going to end up, mm. right? Heisman, Heisman front Heisman front runner right now, Najee Harris. Like he'll probably go in the first round or high second, and he's going to be the. At least consensus yeah. RB one. Yeah, yeah, knowing that knowing that Traff has an affinity for Alabama running backs like myself, I would definitely pretty, pump, pretty pumped for the uh, the draft the draft uh, pod. Yeah, me, me too. Can I Grant. get in on that? I have so many opinions on. <laughs> we can have we can have we can have so it many. It could be a twelve person pods. round table. The off season is so fucking long. The off season is so fucking long. We'll have yeah, so much brutal. time to analyze. We could uh, analyze we don't, tape. Yeah, this, this would be great. <laughs> we do not have as much time. Right now, as we do in the off season, so gains with the timekeeping. Look at that. that so we can probably. Sorry, I know. <laughs> it's just comical that we do this every week. <laughs> no, this has been pretty brief. <laughs> this has been great. It's, All it's right, the last matchup of the, the week is our toilet off. bowl. Toilet bowl of the week, which is Team McCollum losing pretty badly, really badly to Scotty Killa of Hopes and Dreams, Stray Matal. Might have been the worst. One hundred one point yeah. seven two. 59.86 might have been the worst outing of the year don't of, have the I think it was. F, definitely of the year 100 percent of the year we can say that was certainty i think rj got like 60s or 70s at some point i think point. sean i think sean had a really bad week one time oh, like that's he was a good in the point. 60s um but as always start with our winners scotty killa hopes and dreams still in it still in it despite a bad week gotta like and and Eking despite his wide receiver one going down with a torn ACL. So can't love that. Yeah. No. He's, he's right about the retool, not rebuild, though. Like, he's got enough talent. Like, he, he just has receivers. to one or, He just needs yeah. a receiver. He just needs a receiver. Thing, like, decent receivers are so cheap. You know, like, he could go yeah. out and get Allen Robinson could, and Robert Woods and be fine for two more years yeah, for you not could, that much. You could go out and get Devontae Parker for Devontae Freeman. Yeah, like it wouldn't even cost that much. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, like Trey. I love Trey, but he has made some really questionable trades, like that were always questionable, and then ended up being as bad as we thought they were. In his defense, he does have Wayne Gallman, so he at least owns the New York Giant backfield. <laughs> he One owns of the New York Giants. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Daniel Jones will lead the New York Giants in rushing yards this year, Absolutely. and I am positive about that. I mean, I don't know how you look at Saquon Barkley getting eaten alive for two weeks and then be like, you know, who's going to be good is Wayne Gallman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or Devonta Freeman. Deontay Johnson stayed in long enough to score points this week. Yes, that is. <laughs> that's yeah. good. Especially looking at the other end. To watch. Yeah, Kisser, you're, you're a Steelers fan. What? Why? You, you mentioned that Deontay Johnson is the most frustrating player to watch. And why is that? Because we do see the electricity when he has the ball. Dude, yeah, okay. I will keep. I, I'll try to keep this brief and not rant about it. But like, the whole fantasy perspective on him is way higher than I think. Like, like mine is, and maybe Steelers fans. I guess like if you read like the beat reporters and stuff, the dude like makes brilliant plays, drops, catches. and then like just drops things. 
all the time. Fumbles, like just he he seems to just miss on things sometimes. Like uh, there was a, a pretty early errant pass by Ben where like Deontay just like did not run the correct route at all. Like he's got mental errors like crazy, and also. I mean, he's also been constantly injured, which you can't hold that much against him, but eventually you can. Uh, but it, it, it's just – it's rough watching him. For the amount of targets he gets, he should be putting up twice as much as he is. Yeah. And I think with OBJ – so not to go back to the rebuild or the retool, um, with OBJ out and Saquon out, I know you said retool because he will have them back next year. Are you sure you're not selling Travis Kelsey? Oh, if I'm him, I would probably sell Travis Kelsey for sure. I think that's the biggest question because Travis Kelsey could think. Talk to both of you, two contenders, both Grant and Kinsler are contenders in the God. They're in the market for a tight end. They are yeah. absolutely in the market for a tight end. Yeah, I mean the thing about tight, like yeah, having Travis Kelsey is amazing. Um, but he is getting up there in age, and like tight ends last a little while. But like, how much longer can he last? And the thing is, like, you can still get like a tier two or three guy that's going to put up decent points also. And you could probably get a haul for Travis Kelsey. Probably not from me, but I mean, if you're talking a haul, like. I think you would I, give a I haul. I think that you personally would I give I don't even know. What would I even get? Like, what if you were me, what would you, what would you get? We don't have to make this whole thing, but like. Um, I mean, we talked in the last pod. You have a first. You have a, you have a first. You have a second. David Montgomery. Uh, yeah, we did talk on the last pod about it. Um, yeah, I think that's what I, whatever I said. Consider reference uh, week six, minute thirteen. Yes, yeah, yeah. For some I was good in, trade I was insights. In for that. Yeah. <laughs> gotta go back to the tape. Yeah, I, I I would probably move him if I got somebody to send me multiple picks and a startable player. If I was if I was sure. Yeah. But and that's and, gonna and that's I mean, gonna be his question. Gron- maybe Gronk's yeah. coming alive too. Who yeah. knows? Maybe. I actually saw that uh, it was like PFF uh, that like you guys talked about them in another pod ranked Gronk like number three for receiving tight ends this year. So he might actually still have something going on. Ooh. Said back to back good weeks. If he's getting involved, he could be a cheaper, you know, tight end solution for our, my, my co-host here. And Harrison Bryant too. 19.6 on Shrey's taxi squad. Yeah, Yeah. not too bad. So and does, then, uh, does have a decent outlook at the tight end position for sure. Yeah. Let's move to McCollum's team briefly and talk about his boys who yeah, were he's extremely apart. disappointing. He's fa- yeah. he, had Rivers, he had Rivers out this week. He, we know that he doesn't have quarterbacks, so he was forced to, you know, try to make it work. Rivers out, Dalvin Cook out, Adam Thielen out. I think that's pretty much yeah. end of story. Yeah. Great Kurt, James White underutilized. I got Cooper has who we don't even know throwing him the ball Gallup also. Yeah. I mean, God, this was, if this is the future for Steve's team, I'm would be crying for him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know what you do. Like he already traded away his first. Too. He doesn't have, I don't it's know. It's not what a very do. hopeful. What to do. Yeah, He's hurt. Zach hurts hurt. Raheem Mostert hurt. Kenyon Drake's going to be hurt. Uh, Robbie Anderson is Galloping fine, the but not useless. as good as probably he bought him at. Chase Claypool could be good. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. God, 
I feel that like- was such a what a roller coaster there. <laughs> Activating Chase Claypool and then him putting up point three. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm glad that he doesn't Butler. listen to this. I feel bad for shitting on his team so bad, but I mean, dude, he, I I've, I've been backing his. T- Crowder was also Crowder's been getting been a target hog. I like I like Crowder not, a lot. He's yeah. a serviceable. Like he would have been nice to have in a week where he's, everybody was on a buy. <laughs> yeah, serviceable like, until he tough. literally doesn't catch yeah. a single thing at all. Yeah, it's tough. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't even know what the upside here is. Really, Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake was some upside, and I think that really hurt his. Did we even mention Ertz, who is now dead and passed yeah. away? And we talked buried. about Ertz a little bit last yeah. week. Uh, yeah, I mean Richard Rogers, the the tight end to own for the, the Eagles, hit me up, <laughs> Kinsler. You're in the market, right? <laughs> hit you up? Does that mean that you already put in a bid, Grant? Because I believe he's still in the waiver wire. No, no, no. He's he's on my team. Relax. Uh, my bad. Relax with that. Yeah, he is. He's a stud. Absolute star. Young, too. 29. <laughs> or he's just has a pulse and plays on the Eagles, really. Yeah. Which is the only requirement to catch passes for the Eagles right now. There's that, too. They even hit me up. It's weird. <laughs> um, well, that rounds out our matchups of the week. Not matchups of the week. All of the matchups. Yeah. All six matchups. Really fun going through that. What should we talk about now? Should we just go through the power rankings? Yeah, I think we should go through the power rankings. Um, I agree. They've been updated. So I I had a little bit of a change of heart when I was doing these power rankings. And I don't know what power rankings should be. I don't know if if it's truly like the best teams right now, the best teams moving forward this year. The best teams, if you were to play in the playoffs right now, who would you want to play versus who would you not? Like, that's what you kind of want. Like, there's yeah. a whole lot of different things. Plus, there's the dynasty aspect of it. But, um, so, yeah. So, this week, these are – the way that I looked at it was pretty – the first thing I thought was, hey, if I <laughs> – hey, hey. Hey, so. Hey. If I was – if I was playing this team in the playoffs with what I know about their team now, so like, for instance, if Shrey's got OBJ and Saquon out for the year, like consider that, um, would I want to play them in the playoffs right now? Is that the team that I want to play? And that's yes. kind of how okay. I want – that's kind of how Love I did the that. power rankings. And I did consider briefly if there was like somebody out for a while, like that could contribute their ability to make the playoffs. So like – I, I factored that in less, but my, my, my gut says I want to play this team full strength or I don't want to play this team full strength, excluding year-end injuries. Okay. Yeah, I think that's okay. perfect. exactly right. I, I think, like, if you do power rankings at the end of the season, like off-season, you just – it's pure dynasty. But for right now, it's, it's, it's like how have they been doing the past two weeks and yeah. assuming everything's ideal for them come week 14 and I'm playing them, how do I feel about it? All right, let's roll them out. All right, so. <laughs> oh, drum, this is drum big. Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. So, for the first time in the past seven weeks, we have a new number 12 in the power rankings, and that is my good friend Jason Dobkin. Uh, that's a very high That's a great drop. That's a great drop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I mean, Jason, we, t- we talked about Jason's team tanked perfectly. Like he, he timed his tank as good as any, he, he rooted, he tanked and then he rooted for injuries and they came true. So it was like, it was kind of perfect for him. It all, those stars aligned. He got a first and a second out of Cam and Carson. Uh, Eckler's out. Michael Thomas will be coming back. But right now, I'd feel pretty comfortable playing against Jason's team on a weekly basis. So, uh, yeah. And, and his quarterbacks aren't fantastic. No Andy, like, I don't know what the Andy Dalton situation is. His look good. The quarterback situation as a whole, he's my, he's my worst team right now. Number 11, RJ Walton. Um, he's been on the cup. He's been on the up and up. Uh, good for you, RJ. Let's yeah. go. Shout out RJ for a, a solid start to his rebuild. He's got a long way to go, but Justin Herbert looks good. He looks good. But so. also, he's on the up and up, but he's still losing, which is exactly what he wants. So, yeah, this, is, this, is great. this season's got to be perfect for RJ. He must be feeling great. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's definitely feeling good about his rebuild right now, um, or better than he was. Uh, <laughs> number 10, staying at number 10. Uh, is Nick Schraffenberger, who put up a fight this week, so that's wh- why yep. he's a he's a tier above these guys. Um, his wide receivers are good. I don't, you know, and his quarterbacks. That's the thing. When when I say I don't want to play them in the playoffs, I don't want to play against Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson and his crew of wide receivers, even if he's starting Brian Hill. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, one could argue that Nick Schraff should be one ahead of the next guy, who is Trey Matal at number nine. Uh, I put I put trap over Shrey. Yeah, I think it's a close one. Uh, it's the lowest the lowest Shrey's been. Yeah, I mean OBJ, and even not that he was doing much beforehand, but when you take a, take out your number one wide receiver, your team doesn't look as scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, biggest drop of the week goes to Steve McCollum from number six to number eight. Not as big as I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also the Creators. lowest Steve has been though so still notable he's, he's slipping it is the lowest I mean his team he's coming off a 59 point week so yeah there you go number eight he's in the playoffs <laughs> right now right he is in the in, in the hockey standings he is sitting at number five he would face off against Team Svek if this was a uh, yeah I mean Dalvin Cook will be back we'll see we'll see what happens but this is the lowest I've ever been on Steve's team for this year. Um, coming in at number seven, just outside of the playoffs, is a whole bunch of yucky yuck. Sean Bassett uh, climbing up the rankings two spots, an equal up, uh, an equal rising as Steve's down. I don't know what the language is there. An equal rising as Steve's down. Yeah, no, that was very perfect. That's basically, that's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Sean's looking good. Like his 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 team could win now. I think. His team could win. And if Tom Brady's playing the way he's been playing. They that's probably the will. We should probably just give up on the season. God. Sean's team is yeah. probably going to freaking win again, man. It's going to fucking win again. <sighs> Dude, Gurley's going to trip into the end zone for five TDs. Yeah. 16, <laughs> Whoops. That will be it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, so the bubble watch right now, if we're, if we're doing Joe Lenardi bubble watch, uh, a little bit nervous about Sean making the playoffs. I don't want Sean to make the playoffs. I want Sean out of the playoffs. I agree. Might be why he's higher in the rankings this week. As, uh, yeah, and we and Kittle only got eight points this week. Like Kittle is usually yeah. good for a lot more than that. He's dangerous in the playoffs, at least this year. Yeah, it's Devonte Adams. That's the key here. Um, 
All right, number six, we got Will Mott, who has been rising up the power rankings consistently pretty much the whole entire year. Um, with Chase Edmonds now having, you know, his RB2 spot secured while Nick Chubb is out, Tua getting promoted, there's not much – like, he, he looks like a playoff team and he looks like a team that I don't want to play. Yeah, he might be a buyer now. He could, he could want to. I mean, he's he's in the playoffs. I don't think he's – I think he's basically locked to the playoffs at this point, even though he's on the bubble. Eh. Yeah. I don't know about calling him a lock for the playoffs, and I also don't – You're on the bubble. He's on the bubble, yeah. 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 I don't yeah. see Will as a I don't, buyer I don't either, just thinking about his philosophy and, like, how – He's only getting better from here. I still Those, think – yeah. I agree. Tua, Chubb, Jonathan Taylor must get better at, at some point, so – we we are exactly where we were three weeks ago on Will's team, where you're sitting tight and you're just hoping for the best. And he could absolutely win the whole entire league this year, but that's not his game. He's going to sit there and he's going to let his players develop. And if they win, they win. But he's yeah, not going to. That's play. which is the smart move. That's right. All right, biggest dropper, the actual biggest dropper of the there league, we go. Uh, three spots is my co-host Grant Winston. Grant, how are you feeling? I think this is Flighted? fair. I think it's fair. No, no, no. I I view myself as kind of like the Chicago Bears. Like, had a good record, but are you a good football team? Maybe. <laughs> you um, get you get absolutely exposed on Monday Night Football, huh? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. When it, when the push comes to shove, when it's prime time, the lights are on. I I don't show up. So, I believe in my team a lot, and I think when the playoff comes around, which hopefully, Kinsler, I can call myself more of a lock for the playoffs at this point. I will be ready to play and I'll have all my guys healthy and cam will have his, his shit figured out. CMC will have the job back entirely. Uh, Hopefully Carson will be healthy and I wouldn't want to face my team in the playoffs. I agree. I think there's a lot of teams that don't, you don't want to, well, that's the thing is I think from here on out, these are teams that I really don't want to play in the playoffs period. Um, Yeah. Two, two through five or two through six, really, I would consider roughly, not equal, but just about. I'd, I'd, I'd echo that sentiment. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Grant, I think the one thing about your team is that you are lacking w- probably one flex spot. Like, I still think your team is lacking a bit of depth, that one yeah. flex spot where, where some other teams I would feel a little bit more comfortable with who they're rolling out in their starting lineup. I know you have Christian McCaffrey who, yeah, yeah. who doubles it. Yeah. But I think – I think there is a weakness there in maybe being one player away. Yeah, I was going to plug that earlier. I feel like every week I look at your team and, like, the second flex spot, and I'm like, who is he starting? Like, why? It's and true. It's, it's just true. your best I need, option. I need either Le'Veon Bell or I need Sterling Shepard to come alive. Plus your tight I end. think Sterling Shepard is a decent bet. He's serviceable, yeah. He could be a serviceable, yeah. All right, now moving on to number four, we got uh, – our guest for today, Jay Kinser, that's a one-spot rise. Um, like I've said before, uh, Russell Wilson, I don't want to play Russell Wilson mm-hmm. in the playoffs. And you've, you've had a lot of guys on by recently, which might, might be affecting your, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I do have – I know you, have not, you and I have talked about this. I do have second most points for. And I, I have to say, like, as far as, like, no holes – I don't. I feel like I start a solid starting roster. Couldn't agree Anybody more. is going to put up points. If only you had Irv Smith. 
to tie it all together. <laughs> I don't think that I'm going to play a TE the rest of the year. Wow. So Jake Kinser, open tanker at two and five. You might get, <laughs> you might get penalized. <laughs> uh, Higby. Higby's okay. Higby should be fine. I just hope his injury doesn't nag. All right. So number three, staying at number three, not form number three, as he projected, is uh, Chris Johns, uh, who had a miracle win this week against Speck, but – or no, who did he play against? Miracle win against Schraff. Against Schraff. Schraff. Um, yeah, miracle win against open tanker Schraff, I mean. But, yeah, I mean, still, push comes to shove. Joe Mixon, Ezekiel Elliott, Patrick Mahomes. I still entitled the way Other Tyler Lockett. players on his team. Well, yeah. <laughs> I still don't want to play his team either. And yeah, with Chris Johnson's good team. He's got a good starting lineup. Um, ben Speck coming in at number two. This was my preseason number one power-ranked team, Ben Speck. On yeah. the up God, you know. Speck is also know. just frustrating to play. Like, he, can, he can just go off. He's just got that. Yeah, you said it in the group me, like when I think when you were playing him, like it's always like afternoon games and they're always playing at the same time. So his team can just put up 30 points in like seven minutes. Yeah, it's an onslaught. <laughs> it's an absolute onslaught. Like, and you know, you absolutely know that Lamar Jackson has not played his best football this year. Like, Lamar Jackson has been an objectively awful passer this year. So he, you just know that he's going to, he's going to show up running back when you play him. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, Grant, heavy on the on the burn there for running back Lamar Jackson. We gotta get Spec on the pod. Word. (laughs) (laughs) Unreal comment right there. (laughs) Um, Number one power ranked team consecutively for one, two. Fifth week is Jake Gaines. Kamish, congratulations for taking yeah. this top spot again. Yeah, no problem. Happy to rank myself number one every week. deserved. Yeah, the one team yeah. you wouldn't want to face in the playoff, playoffs is your own team. Yeah. I would not want to face them. One, Unless, a, can only lose to yourself, Gaines. Team. It's honestly surprising five. to me you haven't put up 200 points yet. I mean, I know Ooh, you're a humble brag, but I can't say the. I'm shocked your team hasn't done as well as mine. Yeah. No, but I mean, really, like your your QPs might fall off a cliff, but they haven't yet. And like, I, it's <laughs> Thanks, I can't. I that. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no. Off, words. Like, they haven't yet. I will lose against you every time. I think. You almost beat me that one time that we played. It was yeah. If it wasn't for that Derrick Henry trade. Yeah. Well, you know, you know who beat you? Grant, week one. <laughs> Let's go, baby. I have the head-to-head matchup. If it comes also, to the, if we're tied for points four, I have the head-to-head. <laughs> also, Spec. Also, Spec beat me as well. Spec beat you too. Yeah. So let's move to the the matchups of the week, and let's just extremely yeah. quickly gloss over yeah. them. But um, Steve versus Spec gains. You put this down. Yeah, I don't know Intriguing. why I put this one down. I think yeah, it's funny that skip. Steve, I think it, I think it's funny that Steve's playing spec because they don't listen to this podcast. They're probably the <laughs> <laughs> That's like we can talk about them all we want and they won't know. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> I think that Steve could win this. I don't want to talk about this at all. Yeah. This is a must this is this is a pretty big 
game for Steve, though. He needs every win he can get from here on out, looking at his, the way his team's been. So Yeah. And he's, he's already lost his The one we're pick, really so. getting the popcorn ready for is Gaines versus Johns, which is the matchup of right now, as it stands, number one versus number two in the rankings. Uh, Gaines is number one, and then Johns two, because Gaines has more points four, but they have the same fantasy or same hockey points. So uh, I think in, if you look at projections, Gaines is slated to beat Johns by, what, 10, 15, but it should be a pretty good matchup. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and Johns doesn't have Joe or Antonio, his Italian son, Antonio Gibson, playing this week. Mm. Um, and I don't have a second quarterback, and Gardner Minshew is out, and, is, and Chris Godwin is out as well. So, uh, interesting. We'll see how that, how that factors into it. Yeah, I'm excited. Any yeah, Thursday night I, games to, for either team? The Thursday night game is uh, – so you don't have any players Panthers, looking at John's that, team now. Yeah, Panthers, Falcons. No Thursday night yeah. games. No, no young Hoku for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even think that this is going to be a close game, though. Like, you're currently projected over 20 over with Chris Godwin in your lineup who's out. No, but so. he's, given, he's been given his projections. Oh, it, do they still project him? Uh, still project him. Oh, the okay. old Michael Thomas thing, too. Yeah. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be close. Cause what I a – podcast wow <laughs> pipeline fantasy dinner? pod i need to eat desperately yeah i haven't eaten food yet like today so you've God. had that you've That's had like that. two hours, go all right? night you've had the uh the trizzy what is it truly trizzy fizzy busy 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 it's my my sport drink oh gains at the the wood oak water is that was that aged in, in barrels it's it's a tumble <laughs> i feel like I feel like Gaines is just getting started. I feel like he, he has more things he needs to say. So the thing is, we close the pod, and then I keep the link open for Gaines, and he just talks and talks. It's crazy. <laughs> not one time I tu- One time I tuned back in like seven hours later, and he was like, and this is the reason why I'm not getting and DeAndre giving Swift a- yeah. is averaging eight yards per carry against stacked boxes. <laughs> wow. What a stat. It's, it's true, actually. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, it is true. Wait, actually? Up. I'll give you a third one. No, that's, that's a fact. Wow. <laughs> that's probably the best news I've heard all day. John, Jonathan Taylor <laughs> averaging zero yards per carry against stacked boxes. Oh, man. He really came armed with the anti-John Taylor <laughs> <laughs> metric. God, I love all of that information, Jake Kinzer. Yep. You're yep. chock full of good stuff today. Jake, it's been an absolute pleasure. Jake Kinster, that is. Jake Gaines, I'm getting a little tired of you, brother. Yeah, Grant, get out of my face. Yeah. Get out of my Thanks ear. Thanks for hole. having me on, guys. My, stick it in your ear, LaFleur. <laughs> but uh, seriously, I had a lot of fun. Sorry for talking so much to all the listeners out there. But uh, I'm excited to do the off-season version of this. Don't ever apologize <laughs> for doing what you love, Kinster. Amen. Talking about myself and hearing myself speak. <laughs> hearing, talking talking about, about my team. about yourself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah it was super fun um a pleasure as always and the listeners out there one thing i gotta tell you we love you